You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast, time of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Coming to you on a Monday night. I'm sure there are a lot of dribblers. In fact, we probably should have let them know via social media that we are running late this week. Uh, but coming to you on a Monday night, uh, Daddy just got back from Noosa, a lovely little weekend away. Edward, you do look fresh as a daisy as well, though, but I have literally just come off a plane. I am fresh as a daisy. I did nothing on the I weekend. Thought so. I thought so. You were far too active on WhatsApp to have done anything on the weekend. You read me like a book, and I am transparent in, <laughs> in what I do. Basically, if I'm replying to messages, I've done nothing. Yeah. And if I don't reply, then fucking leave me alone. Yeah, you're in a hole. Tonga had his balls out on Friday. I know. Which is which kept me quiet. Kept you quiet. Yeah. Ella was out and about. She had drinks with friends on Saturday. And then Sarah Morgan, Sarah Morgan got engaged to Toby Williams, who you know. Congrats, Sarah. Congrats, Toby. So she was out and about sending it. Um, also, in my congratulations absence. to Sam Hiles and yes. Charlotte on the birth of their beautiful child, Zadie. Love that. Carry Love on. that. But so I was on duty, bruh, um, which meant that I just, you know. Is that, why you, is that why you pulled out on Michael Pride 15 minutes before dinner plans? On Thursday? Oh. Yeah, no, that's exactly why. <laughs> but I, it wasn't one-on-one, you know what I mean? He had other people there. <laughs> it wasn't one-on-one. Yeah, well, that would have been bad. That would have been fucking shocking. Yeah, yeah. I'd be meeting him, message him all day, and yeah, I'd get caught up. You anyway, should. You're an absolute dog. Michael fucking survived. <laughs> So how's Tonka? How did he go with the nuts removal? He, mate, he was all right. Like got him in there. He's he's a bit fr- he's a bit of a fucking. He gets a bit flighty. You know what like I mean? What runs away? From well, like he gets like, a bit wigged out. He's like, hang on, what the fuck's on? I mean, fair play to him. He's getting his fucking nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was fucking. You know, we get in there, and obviously the the vibe that he was picking up on was this is where they remove nuts. Yeah, he's like, I've heard about this at the dog park. Yeah, yeah. It's like whispers around the dog park. Yeah, yeah. If you if you go into a room and there's cages full of dogs and it's sterile, yeah. then you're probably going to get your nuts cut off. Valet balls. Yeah. Fight tooth and. Anyway, nose. they fucking drugged him up with enough to bloody put out a rhino. And the bloke, the, the vet was like, mate, we gave him a fair beard. I'm like, yeah. he'll need it. He's going to need it. He's going to need it. Anyway, so he knocked him out, gets the chop. I went and picked him up. He was a bit, you could tell he was a bit cut. Like he's Bro, a bit devo. I, I remember when Louis got it done. Like, they just know. They're like, I can't believe you did that to me, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I can't believe you fucking did that to me. Yeah, I have, yeah. like, shown you love and affection and loyalty. Yeah, yeah. He and was just going, drop me off somewhere, and then they fucking just cut my nuts off. yeah, yeah. And then you pick me up and act like nothing happened. You, you go, oh, yeah, you're good. Here you go. Yeah. You want to have a treat? So he no, was. I don't want a fucking treat. I want my balls back. Yeah, he was pretty off me. He was pretty off me for like. He's, he was off me for Friday for sure. He was fucking well off me. Like, fell asleep with his head on the window, with his head literally stuck out the whole window and just sleeping on his neck like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, you're watching me on YouTube, you can see me. Nah. As we drove along the highway, which was fucking hilarious, got him back, gave him a bone, and he just went into his like crate, and he was like, all right, bro, now you fuck off. Yeah, he's you come, on Sundays, dude. Don't, exactly. He's like, <laughs> don't you dare come near me, bro. Yeah. You cut my balls off now. I've got a treat. If you fucking take it away from me, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, so I was just, like, all right, leave me alone. noted, noted. Yeah. You just you chill over there, bro. I'll leave I you realize alone. I've wronged you, yeah. but there's a greater good here. I don't yeah. want you to fucking like maul a child. That's right. Park, that's you know? right. It's anyway, that's it's a long play. Anyway, Saturday he wakes up. He doesn't. He's forgotten about it. He's he's like sweet. Let's go. And that's then good. ever since then he's been a okay. And it is about. So is it? He bounced back like you would not believe, mate. Is it though? Like you allow you give him balls for a year so that he can like grow. And then you remove the balls so they don't get like aggressive, angsty teenagers and like fucking bite people and shit. Is that the um, 
Well, so like as described to me, I'm obviously not a dog expert, P's and D's, but you can leave it. You leave it a bit longer with big dogs so that they develop. Literally, what I just said. But so their joint, so their joints don't fuck up because big dogs get hip dysplasia and shit. So the oh. better the joint, the it's like the more strong and sturdy their yeah. joints and shit get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's exactly the testes right. are part of. Oh yeah, yeah. Testosterone fuels growth. Yeah, dude. Testy's part of the fucking yeah, circle yeah. of life there. That's you take right. them out. Yeah, yeah. And like, things... you remove bees from the ecosystem, we're fucked. Mm. No but one thinks that. No one thinks that. And that's sort of what we're saying. Bees Tonkers. Testicles of the ecosystem. Exactly. Good call, Dave. That's good from you, son. <laughs> there we go. That's what I can bees do. are the testicles of the, of the ecosystem. They actually are. Yeah. Technically, they also are. Mother Earth's nuts. <laughs> The bee. Yeah. Mother the Earth, honeybee. Mother Earth's got testicles, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Many, many, many testicles, but diminishing. So, <laughs> Sadly. You know, um, look after bees. Yeah. Um, Tonga's back, though. Yeah, yeah. So, and then, like, you know, they get, they fucking, if they've got the nuts on, other dogs get jealous and they basically attack them at dog parks and shit. Yeah, yeah so, you got balls. I'm you know, if a Rottweiler rips someone else's, you know, a little dog's throat out, then it's your fault, even though the little dog was fucking even up. Even the dog was being lippy. And you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, mate, if you're going to be lippy, how about I take your esophagus? <laughs> you're going to fucking lip up. <laughs> you're going to lip up, bro. You want to fucking come prepared? <laughs> anyway, I don't. I feel like we didn't need that. Not in my life. That would have been a fucking nightmare. Nah, dude, watching Tonka rip a dog's throat out would have been <laughs> be a big day, bro. Would have ruined a weekend yeah, or two. Such a big day. Do so, they have to put a dog down if they kill another dog, or is it only if they kill humans? Or, like, attack a human? I think it's probably context and depending. Context, yeah. yeah. And what depend, did he say? Well, I mean, like, if some fucking snooty little, you know... An fucking a, poodle. Rich no, person with a bloody Wait, poodle. Wait, poodles? Uh, Groodle. There you go. That's Go- the sort of dog that Tonka would rip a throw. Oh, bruh. Tonka could not take on Cosmo. Cosmo is like almost as big as Tonka. Tonka, okay, a brutal. What the fuck? A, a brutal is a is a golden is a golden retriever with a poodle. So like, they're pretty retrievers. Big. Come on, golden retrievers are good, but like, I'm not saying that your dog is bad. I'm saying I'm just mm-hmm. talking purely from like a who's going to kill who. Yeah, if we're talking about, like cavoodles and like little. Surely and Tonka like, kills could- a brutal. Within a heart, like what's a brutal? There's no such thing as a brutal. How do you know? That's not what I said. Oh, what are you saying? He said brutal. Oh, sorry. But I will say this, and I I don't know what the answer is, but someone decided that everything should be crossed with a poodle. You can get cavoodles and grudels and brutals and And noodles and noodles. noodles. Why? Why the poodle? Is it the easiest? No, do you know what it is? No, because poodles don't shed. So if you cross a dog with a poodle, the dog won't shed. So, like, golden retrievers, they'll fucking shed within an inch of their life. Yeah. Yes. And I wanted a golden retriever, but my parents like, no, we're not having a shedding dog all over the place. So, but, so, but I like, had one. Shout out to Max. I had uh, a Unreal. black I love lab. golden retrievers. Bowie. Respect. Labs. They're awesome. the same things, though, right? Is that, yeah, they're, they're, very, the they're like shit. cousins, I reckon. Is that what it's all about? Yeah. That's it. That's if it. If you cross any dog with a poodle, it's not going to shed. Aren't, right, poodles, like aren't a poodles a bit aggressive? Like, on their own? Are they? I didn't know that. I don't they know. Don't I think poodles, no offense, are kind of lame. I'm not saying yours because that's yours mm-hmm. isn't a poodle, but just a poodle like stock standard poodle. I tell you what's lamer than a poodle, a cavoodle. Oh yeah, what's a cavoodle? Cavoodle, so a cavalier cross poodle. That is, I'm surprised considering you've lived in the eastern suburbs for. A They're bit, everywhere, bro. <laughs> they are everywhere, mate. Ninety five percent of dogs, ninety five percent of dogs in Mossman are cavoodles. Ninety five percent. Can you get a photo of a cavoodle up? They're just like a bit. They're like lap dogs, and they're like you can carry them in Surely your hand. Surely you've seen them, bro. Yeah, you know. They just look like belly button. Yeah, they're nothing, and they're like every. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? They look yeah. like uh, they look like. If you want to, if you want, if you want your belly button lint to 
move and require feeding, get a caboodle. Mm. They just they seem like uh, like they're cute. No, like that's cool, but like they're not. I don't know. Mate, they're, they're, they're no one's saying dogs. they're not they're cute. Not like, what I'm a, saying is, why is that your first choice? Yeah, I don't need yeah. a dog that's going to rip another dog's throat out. Like, But I do feel like I want a dog to be a dog. Matt, do you have a dog? I feel like we're going to abuse your dog and it's like Matt's got cavoodles no, and poodles. Oh, oh, I like Beagles. Beagles are cool, Beagles a good yeah. dog. Shout out to Beagles. And Beagles, are cool. Beagles uh, are cool. Beagles are cool. Yeah, Beagles mm. are good. Streety's got a Beagle. They fucking like, they roam. Yeah, they do. You've got to be careful. Like. Fuck off. I want another dog. So, I mean, I shouldn't because I've got a new child coming mm-hmm. and to have a fucking puppy on top of that, but I don't make What would you decisions. get? I was actually, like, border collies are in vogue now, Ooh. but I fucking... You've got to be careful about the workload. I know. That's what I've heard. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, my mate, Woodsy, shout out to Andrew, he got a Vishler. Ooh, yeah. Which I know he enjoys, and I'm well. not, and I'm not hating on Simba. Simba's a great dog, but like, if you're a flopper, like if you like to get horizontal from time to time and put on your bounce out trackies and eat KFC and not move, Vishla's not the dog for you. Well, Vishla's you got to walk him five times a yeah, day. Vishla's do chill, but no, they, they not. But mate. they are they aren't chillers. They don't. They of course they they all dogs can chill at some point. Mm. But they're not chillers. No, they're not chillers. Jerry, shout out to With Jerry two Gilly children, I would be making the decision to get a, a dog that well, flops. Well, by the sound of it. Yeah. No way. No, but yeah, I heard that the, the Border Collies are a real pain in the dick mm. in terms of the, they're really intelligent and active. They well, look they're the cool most trainable dog you can buy. Uh, of course yeah. they are. They're sheep dogs, dude. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Babe. The sheep herders, yeah. Babe, but those, but the Vish, city, Vishlers as well. Yeah, but Kelby's are sheep dogs and they're not. Yeah, but Babe, I think uh, the the the... What are they called? I've forgotten the name of the Pigs? fucking dog. Border Collie? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they are, I think, the preeminent sheep dog in terms of like, if you want to get your Rolls Royce. Well, if you ever go to the Dubbo show, they do the sheep dog trials there and the Border Collies carve up. Yeah, they fucking rip, dude. Border Collies but are. But so like, do the Kelpies. Shout out to the Kelpie. You're not forgotten. No, the Kelpies are, Kelpies are fucking great, though. I tell you what's also an annoying dog, and I know we're going to be alienating people here because everyone's got dogs, but the Jack Russell, I get it. Too yappy. Too yappy. I get the Jack Russell, but they're like a little halfback. It's like, mm. brah, we we know we get it. You can bark, yeah, and you're trying to be a presence, but you're not. And you bite ankles and shit. Did I ever tell you I was running back when, I, like, the end of last year when I was running and I was running around Centennial Park and a dog came up and bit me on the ankle? And the fucking... is that why you got shin splints? No, that's sadly not. <laughs> but this dog bit me on the ankle, made me bleed, and like, made you bleed. Yeah, Which did you my... be honest? Did you give it a boot? No, but I, I I was like I wanted to, but it was a little shitty fucking. Lint you didn't give it fucking, a boot. No, I didn't boot it because it's dumbass owners like running over like, sorry, I forgot the fucking lead. I'm like, Dal, I could have just kicked this fucking dog <laughs> like 50 meters if I wanted to get it on a fucking lead. If it's doing this shit, like it bit me, I'm bleeding, and I wanted to kick it hard. I guarantee you that's not the first time it's done. Of that. course it's not. So make a smart decision if you're an owner. Put that fucking thing on a leash. Yeah, I, I should have booted it. You should have. It would have helped the dog. Just as like... The dog should have... Because the dog should have known. Like, no, because hey, the dog would have gone home and would have thought about the decisions it's been making well, it for its life and gone, ribs. well, you know, maybe I shouldn't do that. I'm going to get booted. Anyway. Anyway. So Look, shout, to, out, uh, shout out to Tonga. Shout out to Tonga <laughs> and, and Vale's testes. Did you get them? Like in a jar or some shit? No, but... I'm actually surprised Ella didn't ask for him. It's sort of weird shit she'd do. I thought they would have like just offered that as like in 2020. Wasn't offered. That's I don't know what they did with him. What do you what do you do like with us? He had a big set of nuts on him too. Fuck, he had a big set of nuts. I bet. Yeah, I bet he's huge, a big, boy, big boy. Anyway, 
I went to Noosa on the weekend. Can I say this? Noosa is one hell of a destination. I you can say that. Loved it. I'll I've been there it. before. Went there when I was sixteen, but I fucking don't remember it. I'll allow it, Tom. Mate, went back. It's almost like the whole town is like a resort. I don't know if you've been, Dave, Matt. I don't know if anyone's gone, but have- the whole place is like a resort. Mm. It's like all the hotels like open up onto the beach. The main beach is fucking great. Waves, but not fucking waves. Like you've got like a there's like there's a part of the there's a headland where like waves are just rolling in it every day. The main beach sometimes gets a bit, but it's also flat. Take the board out, mate. Uh, I did not body surf, bro. Look at me. <laughs> Isn't it just like the whole town's just kind of one long road that yeah. like is on the beach pretty much? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's like an inlet. So the, the hotel we were staying in was in like on the inlet facing in. So we just had this like really quiet fucking beach. Just like we were look, looking out of our room just onto this like just a beach right at the back of our fucking house. It was divine. Divine. Um, I will say this, the real pandemic is, uh, Queensland goth kids though, because they are plentiful up there, bro. I was shocked at how- What, Noosa's swarming with goth kids? Not just Noosa, because we also went for a bit of a drive in and around, went to like Yamundi or something, just, you know, you just do a couple of fucking day trips and shit, but like, goth kids- I was shocked at how many goth kids were going on in Queensland. Is that a Queensland thing? I don't know if it's. A, I don't know if it's. Queensland Am I out of touch? Are goth kids are like, are they ramping up their numbers? I thought goth kids died with like. So did I. Emo, I haven't like seen a goth kid for. Like I thought they died with Green Day. Yeah, I'm with you. on I that. I haven't seen a goth kid for a while, dude. Uh, but like, were but, they still like you know wearing all black and like chainy kind right, of stud stuff? Humongous boots. It was hot. It was hot as yeah. fuck in how May. Hot? Uh, 27 degrees today. Hot. Wow. Hot. 27 Thursday, 27 Saturday, 27 today. Yeah, hot. Sunday a little cloudy, hot, dude. Mm. And goth kids dyed hair black, fucking big, thick fucking rubber boots with those like metal. What are they shorts. about? They look so uncomfortable to wear. Yeah, I know. Can you be a goth and put on some train, like some sneakers? You know what I mean? No, some, dude, some... you can't. But you look like or, a fucking or, well, fraud. I think, then you know, being we'll goth get them. Is... We'll get black ones so that you. Well, yeah. Yeah. Maybe some black. Tra- I'm just saying, train. surely comfort. Well, I think bloody... part of being goth is like semi being miserable, and to add to that misery, you just wear uncomfortable clothes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, well, that's not that's not a bad that's thought. Not a bad point. Dude. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, so, what you, are you telling me? There's a pandemic, Tom, I think and that we should lock be. our doors. Well, pandemic pandemic is international, so maybe it's just a epidemic. Epidemic. <laughs> Thank you, Dave, our good. resident epidemiologist here. <laughs> um, all I would say is go to Noosa. Especially if you've got a young family. But what What was, if you don't have one? Well, then just go. Like anyway. me. Well, dude, you'd love it. Fucking of course me. I'd love it. Lots, yeah, but like, you know, for me, it's like, oh, yeah, nice place for beaches. Go to some nice restaurants. But also, for you, lots of fucking places you can get your photo taken. You know what I mean? You and Ella get some nice photos down well, the Well, I think you mean a lot of good places for me to take, take photos. Take photos. <laughs> yeah. Nice beaches. Good I'm really in them. No, that's And that's the way I really like it. Am you I can photogra- take some good photos. I though. can take. I'm getting better. Dude, you're almost world class at this point. <sighs> Am I world class? Look, you can look at her work. You look at her photos, and you can judge my work. Yeah, that's it. You don't get any photo credit, which is disgraceful. I don't. I get fuck you all. Get no photo. I credit. never get. I never get the little tag, the little photo camera like that. I never get you that. You should start your own separate Instagram photo. Pics by Eddie. Pics by Eddie. And just like repost all the ones that you fucking know you did, which is um, all of them. <laughs> Do you give any, like, or you do a bit more of this? Do you give any feedback? It depends. It depends. It all depends. It depends on my mood. 
Now, if I'm in a shocker, well, that's not right. If I if I can't be fucked, sometimes I'm just like, eh. But like, if I'm if I'm feeling alright, feeling a bit vibey, a bit creative, and I want the process to hurry up, you start. Giving then I try to speed it up. You yeah. know what I mean by giving constructive feedback. Some, try to get the right shot. Some ideas the quicker I get the right shot, the quicker I'm not taking the photos. Do you understand? Hundred percent. What? Give me some ideas of constructive feedback. Um, posing, obviously, yeah, like lighting, lighting. Okay, what's some poses? Well, it depends on the photo. Well, give me some fucking ideas. Vague, they don't have to be perfect. It, it's like... Yeah, like a tilt your head back. Like, yeah, what that's what you're telling yeah. me. Like, if you're trying to take a Well, it depends. Me, like a product photo. Like, if you're taking a product photo, right, you got to sort of... Okay, well, if this hat is the product. Yeah. What's the, what are you telling me to do? You just you just keep moving around, bang. But, like, don't uh, uh, don't move around too often. Because that's what gives me the shits as well. I'm like, you fucking move before I've taken the photo. Right. So, so you got to slow it down. It. Slow it down. Bang, bang. There we go. There we go. Now nah, can't see the logo. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's right. what I'm saying. Okay. Where's the light at? Yeah. How can we light Find this? Light. How can we light. light this bitch better? You yeah. know what I mean? How can we light this bitch better? Then I start to play with the zooms, the focuses, the settings. Okay. You Am I talking shit? Class. You are world class. No, I'm not. If, do you want to book me? Anyway. You can definitely, but there's room for that in Noosa is all I'm saying. There's room for that sort of shit. There's some great restaurants there. Great breakfast, dude. Some serious breakfast, like uh, there's like cafes like on like the Like good, good, good Aussie breakfast? Yeah, dude. Like just the your, full spread? Just your fucking, you, you're a full spread guy. You mean your big breakfast? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Dos poached eggs, dos Shocking. sourdough toast, avocado, Shocking. mushrooms, <laughs> sausages. Fucking Shocking. Come at me. Good Shock- avocado. Fuck yeah, Abba, yeah. 100%. Are you a scrambled egg guy or no, poached? Poached is the go. I was fried until... I'm I was, scrambled. I wasn't poached until I left school, I reckon, until like someone exposed I'm now in a poached. real... Like, you know how in your life you move through phases of eggs? At yeah. least I have. Yeah, I was like a fried guy. I was fried guy. Mm, yeah. Until like I was like 23, 24, 25, and then Ella introduced me to poach. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. Poached are the fucking... I like poach. I'm in a real scrambled phase at the moment. Scrambled phase. I've been scrambled for a couple of years. Really? Mm. Yeah, fuck yeah. Poached is great. We've been through eggs before, but poached is my jam. Were we talking about Streety, how he used to poach eggs by just wrapping them in fucking... Well, uh, what's it called? Fucking glass. Have I told this story about... I don't know about, if it was that, but we've definitely been through this. Have yeah. I to- just told the story about how Hamish um, fried up... Smoked Smoke salmon. salmon yeah. Yeah, Have I told that story? Oh my god! Well, you ate it. I was like, I'm not <laughs> no, fucking eating that. Like, was disgusting. It. it tasted like shit. He put it on the table. And I was like, we all look at each other. We go, Have you cooked that? <laughs> That's right. He's like, Oh, Dad told me to. Ken was like, No, <laughs> no I, didn't. I didn't, bro. You just cooked up smoked salmon. It, it like is cooked. Shit. He's like, oh, I didn't know. I'm like, You didn't know that that smoked salmon was cooked. Oh my god! He's a wild cat. Yeah. He's a wild Shout cat. He would have thought it, he legitimately would have thought it was sashimi, which yeah. is hilarious. Even though it said smoke salmon. Punters and dribblers, today's episode brought to you by Good Day, the fastest selling multivitamin of all time. Do I have data to back that up? No, I don't. That's a vibe based thing. Big shout out to the the dribblers that are already uh, on it. It's it's changing lives. I think 207 reviews, five star, all of them at begoodhealth.com.au. If you need uh, to hear it straight from the dribbler's mouth, go and read them because it's been described multiple times as life-changing. 
As we explained last week, we are currently uh, taking pre-orders only as we are out of stock because it sold way quicker than anyone could have possibly expected, which we fucking love you all for. We are taking pre-orders. It'll be back in stock later this month, and if you are a subscriber, you will be getting the goods you have not been forgotten about. Begoodhealth.com.au, code dribbler for 20% off. We love you. Punters and Dribblers podcast is always brought to you by the betting platform of choice over here, and that is Neds. Neds, baby. Neds. That's it. Number one in Australia, in our opinion, nay the world, nay the universe, nay the multiverse. Now, if you want to follow Tom and I and our mate Guru and our mate Sebo, I mean, I think Tobler's on there, but who cares about that? Profiles tab, Ed, it's uh, an innovation by Neds where you can go and you can see what people are betting on. It is essentially accountability in app form. Well, it's accountability personified. Correct. Uh, There's also obviously the About Even group in there where everyone's sharing their own bets, giving each other shit, having a laugh, having a chuckle, having a Paul Rahihi. That's a rugby league reference that some may not get. But no, some I liked it. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Buy a six-pack of Big Day Rosé at hellosport.shop. What are we doing month of May? Because we are working our way through the remainder of the uh, the most recent vintage. Got a couple left that we want to get rid of before we then turn all of our attention to the end of the year. Just feeling generous, Tom. We're feeling generous, and it's, a, it's, it's sale time. We just thought, fuck it. If you buy a case and you use the code MANLY, you get 50 bucks off the case. There if you, you buy go. two cases, you get 100 bucks off. Yep. You get what I'm trying to say? Go to hellosport.shop, bang, rosé on there, code MANLY, 50 bucks off a case. Pretty fucking generous if you ask me. We love the punter and we love the dribbler and we're just like, let's get this vintage out there to the people that yeah. want it most. Let's get it in the gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up. Now, look, I'm sure everyone's expecting us to open with some, you know, self-indulgent and masturbatory auto-filating, sucking each other off manly, pro-manly seagulls sort of uh, gambit. Maybe we'd talk about how Tommy Turbo is the best player in the comp. With a big, fat, proud, I'm assuming like Eastern European Croatian heritage Dick. I was going to say Australian. Well, it's Australian, but with like the heritage of obviously proud, you know, you get what I'm saying. Strong, Triple tough. A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's Eastern not what European. we're going to do. We will get to it. But Eddie, we've always been a big yarns first operators. It's like, you know, obviously we love our rugby league. We love fucking, you know, we love our cricket. We love our UFC. We love sport. That's what we're about. We we've love always, yarn. We've always said, let the yarn dictate, dictate the narrative. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's no different here today. And if you think that we're going to let a Stuart McGill kidnap yarn <laughs> not take fucking absolute pole position on the sporting week that was, and you don't know us at all. You haven't been listening for long enough. You haven't been listening for long enough. Or you haven't been listening at all. You can't tell me that Stuart McGill gets kidnapped in broad daylight. From your crook point, cut point from Cremorne, <laughs> smuggled in the back of a fucking boot. And then bashed and then dumped in <laughs> Belmore that we're going to talk about anything else before that. 
You've lost your mind. Now. This didn't get enough airtime as it was. No, it got one day. Mate, this is a that's a week-long, you know. Dude, why wasn't a, there 60-minute exposés? Where the yeah, yeah. the cereal on McGill? Whoever the bloke is at the Australian that does them all. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Hedley Thomas? If Hedley Thomas isn't doing one, I will be fucking He's the one that did Teacher's mortified. Pet. He's the one that did the Bathurst one. Night Driver. Night driver. He's made a career out of shining the light in dark yeah. places. We need to do a fucking podcast series on Stewie McGill mm. held at gunpoint, kidnapped Cremorne. Yeah, I don't know what we call it. That's that's for. Was he kidnapped from his home or from Aristotle's, the restaurant he works? That's the at. restaurant he owns or manages. No, he manages it. Fall from grace. He doesn't know. The greatest suspects. Now, nothing wrong with managing a restaurant. Now, saying, if you didn't yeah. think, yeah, he was out on the streets at the, like on the corner where on the street that he lives on. Eight a.m. Uh, Eight p.m. on April fourteenth. Oh, it was night time. It was night time. Interesting. And yeah, so my cousin. Actually what was he doing on, on the, the street, street, taking the bins out or something? He must have just been coming home or something. Because <laughs> like it was You're like your sis. Are yeah. they waiting for him to come out of the house? Do you know what I mean? Well, is it the bins from his house or the bins from Aristotle? <laughs> Well, no, no, he said, no, 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 he's, he's on the corner of the street. No, no, he's, oh, okay, um, taking the bins out from his house. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I thought he might have been taken out. That's weird. Uh, I think which like, he would the beer wastage because my cousin he lives on that road. Shout out to Mike. Yeah. and he said he saw cops like that whole night on the street and stuff like that, and like didn't really know what was going on. And then like when the news broke, he was like, "Oh fuck!" Like that's now, pretty gnarly. Listen, obviously. The idea of being kidnapped is fucking horrible, and if. You know, sh- you know, thoughts and thoughts go out to Stewie, right? That's a tough well, thing thoughts to and prayers to Stewie. But there was a few people, not us, Eddie, not us. We are like just antennae that take things in. We don't have any opinions. We're just like you know, we're completely we disseminate, down the we line. disseminate information. information. There were some people out there saying this has a lot of a waft of the the Robert Allenby's about it. People were getting wafts of Allenby. Now, for those of you that have been living under a rock, metaphorical or otherwise. Robert Allenby pretended he got kidnapped rolled. in Hawaii. Well, was it just bashed and rolled? No, no, there was kidnapped. There was kidnapped vibes. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Check he said they got put. I'm pretty sure he said he got put in a boot and robbed and robbed. But it, that just turned out to be. Can we just, Dave, just get us up a little summation of Robert Allenby and what happened so, there? We'll give you time. To his Wikipedia page. On 17th of January 2015, after missing the cut at the Sony Open in Hawaii. Missed the cut. He was in a bar in Honolulu. That's Honol- worth noting, though, because it informs the rest of the story. <laughs> yeah. So Allenby was in a bar in Honolulu when he says he was kidnapped, robbed, and beaten before being dumped in a park several miles away. Um, an arrest was made concerning the false use of Allenby's credit card for adult entertainment purposes, and apparently the case was mistaken identity. Yeah, so I think what actually ended up happening was that Robbie, again, got caught purchasing adult entertainment. Is that what we're saying? I thought that he faked the robbery and he actually was hammered and like he had cuts on his face and shit. Well, yeah, he he fell over and shit. But now I'm but now I'm thinking that he is trying to cover up for. You know, some lewd acts. Yeah, must have been a big night. and he. Missed, you know what I mean? The missus goes, the what morning. the fuck is this purchase from, like, liaisons? Now, there is some synergy here in that Robert Allenby and Stuart McGill as individuals, again, antennae for disseminating information. None of this is our own opinion, but not great blokes. Well, sure. 
I mean, that's the information Fiery, we've heard. bristly characters. Yeah, exactly right. But also of Magoo fame. Yeah. Stuart McGill's got a bad case of the middle child syndrome, even though he's not a middle child. But like, you just mean that like he's, he's Warren's younger brother? Well, like he's mm. been living in this shadow mm. that has like literally followed him through his entire life. Yeah, yeah. Like here's a bloke. Even in the article they refer to, I sent a screenshot to someone going, this is why Stuart's... In like, you know, yeah. This is this explains all of Stewie's problems, and it was like within the article, it was like mm. they mentioned that he's like, you know, was behind Shane Warne his whole career. Exactly. And you might be saying, "Well, get on with like what actually happened." No, we need to we need to cover the whole. This is a, what the fuck do you think we do? Here? Yeah, we're gonna need to cover every base here. Now, this is a bloke who is considered arguably the second greatest leg spin bowling talent talent of all time. Obviously, the numbers don't support that. He didn't play enough tests. <laughs> but Stuart, and I'm putting words in his mouth, mm. but I'm, I'm convinced of this after I saw him weep after he won the Big Bash League final, <laughs> that <laughs> he would show you his numbers when he's in the same team as Warney has been superior, yeah. and he would point to a man wronged. He would say that when we're playing in the same match, I got better figures. I got better figures. They never fucking picked me. I should be the GOAT. I should be the, you know, in the wisdom top five yeah. of all time. I should be showered in pussy and, and glory <laughs> and, and money, but I'm not, right? No, I'm, I'm fucking taking oh. your order of <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm at Aristotle's or Apostles or whatever it's called. <laughs> Taking orders. And I, I mean... Getting yelled at. Getting yelled at. Someone's and if it's a Greek restaurant in Neutral Bay, I'm here to tell you it's not ritzy ditzy. No. Like, you know, Neutral Bay is a great place to go for a feed, but it's it's not... It's like sort of pretty generic no, stuff. it's not high end. You know what I mean? It's not high end. No, it's not. So he's sick of taking out beer mats at bloody Aristotle's and, you know... Warney's ruined his life, and Warnie's, next minute Warnie's on the professional yeah, poker. Tour. Yeah, yeah. And next minute he's got a gun in his <laughs> mouth, and he's getting smuggled into the backseat of a car. Now, again, horrible experience, and we're not making fun of that because if that actually happened, then that's a horrible thing. I guess on all sides, right? Everything's alleged at this point, whether it happened, didn't happen, whether the fucking you know, it's all alleged. But if it did happen, obviously that's horrible. Just got to come bring it back to that. And then we push on and say that his brother-in-law, the brother of his miso, is alleged to have been a drug kingpin. Is that correct, Dave? Yeah, I mean, kingpin might be a... Kingpin way too generous a term. Yeah, but essentially, from all reports, it would seem that is the conditions in which the kidnapping took place around 150 grand worth of cocaine, um, his brother-in-law... So that, that, that Stewie's wrapped up in a cocaine syndicate? Is that what we're saying? <laughs> Why the New Zealand at you? Uh, dude, I just fucking... It's, I didn't hate it. No, it's just old habits, dude. It's a fam. We do it in yeah. fucking... That's our own. You know what I mean? And um, I'm half Kiwi. It's, it's a, it says here, police allege the kidnapping was related to a botched cocaine deal that McGill had no direct involvement with. But can I, am I correct in saying that it was his brother-in-law and... Well, he's been arrested and a few other people for kidnapping him. And I think also when they searched the brother-in-law's house, there was like drug-related shit there. Paraphernalia? I don't know paraphernalia. Because I think paraphernalia is like... A billy. Are you, yeah, like are you use And a downy. <laughs> but then again, I wonder if like scales... And a comb piece. Yeah, it would be. 100%. If you're like... If you've got... If you're... If they raid your house because you've been selling bags and you've got scales in there, they'd be That's like, ooh. Yeah. And it's covered in residue. 
Paraphernalia, I always thought... Can you just get the, uh, the Google definition, please? I thought paraphernalia was like downy, cone piece. Well, yeah, bomb. I think it is. Well, I also thought paraphernalia for me was almost like I think of memorabilia. Yeah, well, I think paraphernalia is, so it says it, miscellaneous articles, especially the equipment needed for a particular activity or trappings associated with a particular institution or activity that are regarded as superfluous. So okay. anything that's like to do with a yeah. larger... Thing. Thing. So, like, a footy jersey is paraphernalia for your team the same yeah. way a downy is paraphernalia for your weed addiction or habit, whatever yes, you want to designate it as. Can't get, can't get addicted to marijuana, apparently. <laughs> of course not. Speaking of which... It's too good. The, uh, the, the, the bickies that we may have been... The paraphernalia that we may have been sent that gets you high if you eat it, apparently, allegedly, arrived at uh, potentially my residence... <laughs> While I was in Noosa and my mother-in-law was looking after the house. <laughs> she didn't eat one, did she? No, <laughs> fuck no. But the, I got a message going like, hey, dude, uh, the guy says that, like, the delivery says, like, it's been uh, the postman. I don't know the fuck it is. It's been, like, left in a secure place. And I was like, oh, fuck, yeah, okay. Um, right, well, I'm in Noosa and my mother-in-law's at home. <laughs> it's just like... I was like, all right, well, let's just call fucking the mother-in-law. I'm like, hey, is there a package there? Yeah, it's for work. Just put it in the office. Thank you. Okay, you found it? Don't touch it. But anyway, that's come through. And the gentleman who uh, he obviously doesn't want, his na- he doesn't want to be named, um, but he sent us a message when he said it arrived. Mm. And he was like, yo, um, I am not just some dead shit dribbler who, like, makes this shit. He's like, I am, I study, like, fucking, he's studying to, for, like, to be, he's tra- he's studying, like, soil chemical, whatever the fuck, uh, so that, and, like, the and marijuana and all that sort of stuff, so that when it becomes legal here in Australia, he's good to hit the ground running. Like, he wants to be prepared to jump on the wave when it comes, because, wow. I mean, fuck, it's legal everywhere and it's got so many health benefits anyway. Um, but it is still funny though, right? Like you're talking about it like, oh yeah, so this guy's like mailing some fucking, uh, but it's like, it also doesn't fucking matter. Like Dave literally is smoking bongs in the car on the way here every single day. Mm. That um, also might be alleged. That also is alleged. How does this tie in with McGill? Well, I can't we remember. just explained that. How did we get paraphernalia? Oh, paraphernalia. Yeah, paraphernalia. the cookies have arrived. Yeah. Anyway, he's given us like a breakdown of like... What you should have, how many, but we'll, we may or may not film us just doing it. Mm. So that's about 45 minutes to hear. We'll get to that. Anyway, um, so back to Stewie. Where are we at? Where are we at? We're basically just now, it's before the courts. We're waiting mm. to see what happens. We're waiting to see if the full... There's just something for me, based on the things that my antennae has been fed through the, the world, that I'm like, I'm not sold yet. I'm not sold on just that he's got nothing to do. Are you thinking the whole thing is a wall pull or are you thinking that McGill's involved? I'm saying that there is enough for me to just have my little like Robert What's Allenby, this space? Robert Allenby flashbacks. I'm just going, I'm not prepared to make any decisions either way. Is it something, right, if your brother-in-law allegedly – puts a gun to your head and says, get into the boot and goes and towers you up in the Western Sydney and then go drops you at Belmore or something. Is that something you call the media about? 
Like personally, would you call would you call journos and go, "This is what happened"? Because that's what he did. No, he didn't. No, he went to the cops. But he and he only went to the cops. But like how did it get few, out? I uh, it seemed to be media. like covered in media the moment it happened. No, because arrests were made. No, but no, no, no. But it wasn't. But arrests were made later. But it, it wasn't the moment that it happened because, from what I read, yeah, he was quiet like for like a week or so because he was genuinely. Scared. Oh, it wasn't that day. No, 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 no. Uh, my no, mistake. No, it happened on my April, mistake. It happened on April fourteen, and this only would have. Come oh, out I like, thought the next Monday he was no, like, bro. No, 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 no. He was like, so he was like he kept was it to himself because he was shitting himself. Okay. Yeah. Well, then he did what I would expect someone to do. It yeah. says he, he was threat. Uh, so they are, they wanted him to pay $150,000 or they threatened to cut his toes off with a pair of bolt oh, cutters. Wow, I didn't yeah. see that bit. I yeah. didn't see that either. Fuck, maybe we're going too hard at McGill. Well, we're certainly not going hard on him. We're just talking about the situation as it stands. Mm. But bolt cutting toes is terrifying. From your brother-in-law? But also like... Over a, what? He's a well, spin bowler. Why wouldn't you go for the fingers? You think well, that's he's not more a spin bowler anymore, well, you know. If he if he okay, still well, was, he's a, he's a server at a restaurant. Either way, fingers more important than toes. Well, you can't walk without toes. You can't walk without toes. You fall. You sure. literally tip over. <laughs> <laughs> you do. <laughs> Surely you'd be able to work that out, though, right? But Possibly. it is true. Toes are fucking no, no, no. Toes offers the big the big toes yeah. specifically. And shout out to big toes everywhere. Yeah, are uh, basically like. They are. They the, keep this whole thing going. You know, everyone thinks balance is, you know, in your ears and shit. No, no, no. All big toe. It's all big toe. Big toe, the king of balance. Big toe reigns supreme. Yeah. Without the big toe, you're in a world of trouble. If you cut off all your toes, I'm telling you, you'll tip <laughs> over. Forward, you'll dude. just keep falling forward. Because momentum will dictate that if I'm moving that way. I need toes to be able to, like, gra- grab the ground. Yeah, mm-hmm. when you walk and as the foot rolls, yeah, it's the toes the that The toes really that keep the it. Job. Well, they go. Stop. Yeah, woo up. Otherwise, it's off you go. Over you go. Um, so I'm glad they didn't take McGill's toes. No, I'm glad toes. they didn't take McGill's toes. But I guess while we're on cricket, though, it does move us into what is also just fucking tantalising content. And that is the yarn going around that David Warner and Michael Slater of two firebrand Australian openers fame apparently, allegedly, got into a fucking stink in the Maldives. I tell you what, cricket's doing its best to to copy from the rugby league off-season textbook yeah. and be like, okay, well, we got the Ashes coming up at the end of the year, and we need we need bums on seats and eyes on tellies. And IPLs we need, cancelled. IPLs cancelled. We need to fucking start generating cash. Let's go hard. Now, were they in the Maldives on the way back from India? They got taken out of India to the Maldives. Yeah. Yeah. To, they got taken out of or they decided to go there to quarantine? Well, I think that's like where I think I think that's where Slater was sending all of his ScoMo tweets to. Mm. From. From. And then um, I think all the like Cricket Australia or whatever got the Australian cricketers out of India and took them to the Maldives, which I mean, fuck. What are you complaining about? I'm before we get to the fight, all those tweets from Slater saying that he's going to debate the PM and shit, like blowing up. What are your thoughts on that? What do you? I mean, I don't. I just don't give a fuck about any of it. I'm like, sure, slats. I just love the. I just love the yarn. I love that you're just over there. Like, what's funny for me is, is that I know Michael Slater was a fucking wild bastard when he was younger, but I never saw that. 
because I was young. So I just saw Slater as like, I saw him play cricket a bit. Then I just saw him as a commentator who's a bit sort of goofy magoo. A bit of fun though, like doesn't seem like a bad bloke. But then you're seeing like this sort of, I don't know, you're seeing a bit more of Slats somehow, like a bit of the wild man vibe or like, you know, a bit of a dumbass. He sounded like a bit of a dumbass, to be honest. Talking about debating the PM, like, mm. again, whichever way you sit on what should happen, whether they should just be allowed back in or not, whether you say, oh, well, they went there knowing this could happen, they got to fucking chill, whatever, in terms of the flight bans from India, um, you just sound like an idiot calling out the Prime Minister for a debate. Over I was Twitter. just a little bit like, slats, bro. Do you reckon people take you that seriously? Like, you're not that big of a deal, but mate. Also, like, you know that you're never, ever going to debate ScoMo, so either you think that that's actually going to happen, which means you're a bit of an idiot, or you've had a shitload of booze. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're yeah, on the yeah. wines. He's and you're sitting getting... in the mouth. No, but that's what I'm saying. Is he sitting there being like, I'm a genuine a fucking yeah. chance? Yeah. He's yeah. tweeting from a hammock. Yeah. He's like, watches the waves roll. And he's yeah. Like, yeah. In the Maldives, having an awful time. Yeah, yeah. I'll fucking debate, Scomo. You know what I mean? you think that. I'd be like, put your fucking phone down and come and have a pina colada. What are you doing? But also, you know when you're on holidays, I feel like when you're on holidays, you... Get away from the crushing reality of life and you think that far more is possible than it is. So he's over there. He doesn't have any of the fucking day-to-day drums. He's like, I've got fucking room service. I'm drinking pina coladas. I'm sitting on hammocks. I've had three club sandwiches today. Exactly. Dude, the club sandwich is the staple sandwich of the holiday. And if you disagree with me, you can get fucked. If you took the club sandwich out of the resort, resorts would collapse. Resorts would collapse. The They're built over. on club sandwiches. <laughs> They are. Resorts are built on the hard work and the hard yakker of the club sandwich. They are. They <laughs> owe everything the, to the club. And the skewer that, that holds the club And the together. skewer that... Whoever's in the club sandwich skewer game, holy shit. I hope you're rich. Uh, <laughs> I, I can guarantee you they you are. are. So Slats you are. You hope. Slats are sitting there fucking gut full of clubs. And I tell you what, <laughs> Slats the only man and I penis. know. And Slats, Slats will eat a club with the skewer in. Yeah, yeah. He's the like, only man I know. He's yeah, the yeah. only man I know yeah, yeah. that goes full club. He's like, yeah. fuck this, mate. Yeah. So he's sitting there gut full of like clubs. Like a pelican. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just straight down the gut. Or Tonka. Or the Tonka. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, yeah. A gut full of clubs in a hammock in the Maldives, mm. tweeting at ScoMo, thinking that all of, that anything's possible here. Like, oh, yeah, I'll fucking debate the PM. He's getting a few retweets thinking he's hot shit. But that, you know what? It's all put into perspective now. Of course a man high on clubs <laughs> is going to think that he's... He's a fucking shot at the PM. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and you know what? Like, again, no matter where you sit politically, I don't give a fuck. ScoMo's response was actually pretty good. Just going like, well, that's just absolutely absurd. <laughs> like, his response was, yeah, that's just absolutely absurd. Like, you know what? That is what you no, said. No, no, no. He said that. He replied to, because Slater said he, he had, had blood, blood on his hands. Hand. Yeah, I'm right. like, blood on your hands. Um, you've got mayonnaise on yours, bro. <laughs> <laughs> You're covered in glove. What are you doing, slats? Like, that was actually fucking hilarious. And again, I'm not mad at either one because it is... I just care that it's happening. I'm just glad it's happening. I couldn't agree more. I just... It's so entertaining to me. But when I sort of step back from my entertainment and my my world-class viewing, I am still sort of like remind... I still remind myself that these are actual adults. Man. One of them's a fucking prime minister of a country. The other one... Former Australian opener. Former Australian opener. Who's had a you know an okay media career, and I'm like, well, it would be considered good, I suppose. Yes. 
going back and forth. And I'm like, this is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, ridiculous. In the extreme. And when you think about him high on clubs, sitting in a hammock, <laughs> probably with his cock out, and you're like... Yeah, dude, private villa shit. Private villa shit. You're like, you tell me Slats is private villa. Of course he is. Sunning his cock and in the mouth. like, mate... Put it away yeah. and go and enjoy yourself. Dude, just You go know and, what I mean? You know, hey, dude. And, like, imagine what Slats is going to be like when he's 80. He's going to be fucking insufferable. Well, I want to know what he's going to be like when he gets back. Is he going to think that he's now, like, the new, like, he's got more of a political voice? Is he going to run for his local seat? You know what I mean? Like, is Slats now a bit if more... He sta- where's, he, where's he from? Oh, is he going to have a crack at the big time? Is he New South Wales or Victorian? Uh, he was born in Wagga Wagga. Okay. So... That's a what state camp. would that be? Yeah, let me have a look. Um, I've got no idea. What state were you in down there? It's, it's the Riverina electorate. Which Caribbean Shire? Um, Parkshire for us. Oh, Randall. okay, nah. Parks is fucking tiny. I don't know why they got the Shire. Uh, so it's the Riverina electorate, uh, which is currently held by Michael McCormack, who is the leader of the Nationals and the Deputy ooh, Prime Minister. That's going to be a tough so one. That's going to be an uphill battle. Maybe that's why he was going for ScoMo, because he says, if I can get the Prime Minister down, then I, I can, can get the Deputy Prime Minister's job. You know there what? Yeah. Who knows? And I don't think he's done anyone in India any favors at all, because for the people that are actually like suffering from this travel ban, they're like, oh, cool. Now our spokesman is this dude high on club sandwiches. Yeah, great. Yeah. You know what? And hey, this is who's Mike, representing you're our distracting, case. You're distracting yeah. from the issue here. Yeah. And you're just fucking, you know, possibly drunk, definitely high on clubs and tweeting from a fucking $3,000 a night villa in the Maldives. But that's not the point. The point, well, that is one of the points. But it's we, a point. It's a point. It's not, not a point. He then apparently got into a fucking punch on with Dave Warner. Now... Oh, fuck, I'd forgotten about I'd this. I'd forgotten about that. <laughs> wow. What a fucking week in sport, dude. Holy shit. So can, is there any info around why what they think happened, what caused the fight? There's Was no, it a fight over clubs? Well, there's no info because they've both denied it. They've both come out well, and denied it. Well, they have to. Well, yeah, but there was... so this quote The from, way Dave denied it seemed like it was... Exactly. So this quote from Dave Warner made me really think like, oh, is he telling truth? So he goes, I don't know where you get these things from. Unless you were here and have got concrete evidence, you can't write anything. <clears throat> so he's clearly like... Let's call a fucking that. spade a spade. They punched on yeah. and they've come to a mutual agreement that yeah, if this shit talk. gets out, it's not a fucking great look. <laughs> I mean, is that fair to say? Yeah, like, am I missing something here? Of course that's what they've agreed. Is Slater working for Channel 7? Yeah. So he's got shit on the line. David Warner's got a Cricket Australia contract. They can't be punching on. No, in a, in a mal. They've woke villa. up the next morning with a club hangover going, Jesus. Black eyes. Black eyes covered in bacon juice and mayonnaise and skewers going like, and they would have, one of them called the other going, bruh, about last night. We need to yeah. fucking smother good that. Good fight. You know, good, good scrap. Good, good scrap. Good scrap. Good scrap. You got me. I got you. Who do you think wins? I think part of me thinks Slater would Same, win. dude. Really? The reason I... He's got a lot of cunt in him. The reason mm. I think Slater... You know what I mean? Like, he'd be, he'd, he'd be prepared to go dirty. Dave seems like he has a bit of the Jack Russell vibe in him where it's like, yeah, like, I get it, you're loud. All bark, and no you bite. Might, well, you might, you might nip me, but I could boot you into a wall, <laughs> right? Like, he just seems a little bit like... 
He's seen, you know, like he punches Joe Root. It's like Joe Root's like four years old. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? And Joe Root yeah. didn't seem to complain. I, I think, I think, Slat I like think when push came to shove, I reckon Slats would turn up. Yeah. That with a, like with a bat, if necessary. Well, Slats a bit more like hard, you know. Apparently, like Slats, you know, back in the day was a bit more of a weapon. Um, now Slats strikes Dave me Dave wanted those TikToks I don't think Slats Dave wanted does. those TikToks mm. he's, now, yeah, he's Dave, soft around the middle yeah. Dave's obviously on like a you know a Cricket Australia training program all that sort of shit you can't discredit that you've probably got the endurance so I guess if Dave can drag Slats into deep water into like rounds four and five if this were a UFC event maybe Dave fucking finishes him late but if Slats can stick around if Slats can get him out in round one or two I think Slats is the danger man there ooh I yeah I I like I like Slats' chances I really do. I think he I think he overwhelms him early. Goes aggro. Yeah. You know what I mean? What he puts on a different accent. So I've just found something from um, May 2019, a news report about Michael Slater being kicked off a Qantas flight. <laughs> I don't know if you remember this. I but vaguely do. Apparently, he was screaming and swearing at two women before he locked himself in the toilet. Over what? Um. Dude, can you imagine having to get, like, Michael Slater out of the toilet? He's like, Slats, get out of the toilet, bro. Like, I'm not on. coming out until you give me a club sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> Apologise and give me a club. We don't serve club sandwiches on flights, dude. This isn't, this isn't the Maldives. Yeah, it doesn't say what it was over. Um, He's got a good publicist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't you reckon? Someone, she's burying stories, or he, and this pretty was- well. It says it as they were doing the safety briefings, he remained in the bathroom, which means this fight happened like as the plane was taking off or before it took off. He sat in the Early toilet to take off. Yeah, the plane couldn't take off before takeoff, so he was kicked off the flight before the plane took oh, off. Oh, so he then got kicked off. Yeah, yeah. So he locked himself in the toilet, wouldn't come out, and they were like, "Dude, we need to like launch the plane." And what was the what happened? It doesn't say. It says what it says is uh, this was not. Uh, this has been described as not a run-of-the-mill argument. It was yelling, it was swearing, and it was only getting worse as they moved to their seats. He's always, like, I've always found him to be a bit edge. I didn't. The thing is, I feel like Slats' on-screen persona is like, ha, 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 funny, jovial, let's fucking, you know, let's bloody hit the ball. and you know. He's got like, edge eyes. He's doing, like, lunch. did he even do the host? He used to host the fucking lunchtime show, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Channel 9. Well, yeah, he did. I swear he did. They got they fucked off Simon O'Donnell with the greatest respect, and then they got maybe maybe my mind has been polluted with these stories. Just swayed me out of time. Slats always seem like I think though for people a little older than us, it'd be like they have the memory of Slats being a wild cunt. But Mm. like, I felt like he was always just a bit of the like you know Magoo Slats bloody uh, TV cricket host. Yeah. I host a lunchtime slot. Yeah, wears like a fucking Fitbit probably, you know what I mean, on camera. Like he's not, he's not like cool. Unashamedly. Yeah. Um, but he's a bit of a wild bastard, which I like. Now that's why I think he wins and wins well. Although Dave does have his run, like Dave's, you know, Dave's had his run-ins, but Dave I think gets, I don't think Dave's got a chin on him. I'd watch it, I'd pay big money. Yeah. I would. I would pay huge money. But I'm, my money's with Slater. I'd also want it to be, in the Maldives. All money goes to charity. In like one of those bourrées over, over those huts over the water and it's just all fucking go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, yeah, on the decking there. Yeah, and we just all, you all get to watch via boats. Yeah, fight, bo- yeah, exactly. If they go and on the water to, and they've got to punch on in there, then yeah, so bad. Yeah, they've got to punch in the water as well, yeah. yeah, yeah and they've got like scuba dives and shit. If he falls in, they'll get him out. Like, yeah, yeah. Drown. Well, that, yeah, exactly. 
winner gets a lifetime supply of club sandwiches. 100% they do. Lots of fightful. Lots of fightful. Um, Is that cricket? Eddie. Yes. Now, I was on holidays, but, and it was Mother's Day, Steph's Day, but I did for 80 famous rugby league minutes tell her to get the fuck out of the room. Mm. Well, not out of the room necessarily, but just don't make me have any responsibilities for 80 minutes so that I could sit down, pants off, shirt off, wax on the body, and just crank down to Tom Trebojevic for 80 minutes. Yeah. What, what, what we're going to spend some time doing, punters and dribblers, is talking about a young thoroughbred in the prime of his life playing some of the great, best rugby league football ever seen by man. Yeah. It's not, this isn't, That's actually not an exaggeration. This isn't about Manly. Can you get his stats up, please? This David? isn't about Manly who did get another famous win and we're just we're a bee's dick outside the eight. This isn't about Manly. Mm. This is about Tommy T and how a young boy born on the peninsula to uh, great tomato farming stock correct. has gone to the tippy top of the game. Now, if you love your rugby league... You cannot fucking sit there and tell me he isn't the best player in the game. Without a doubt, he has to be like on his day. On his day, like, and by on his right day, now, I mean when he's right now. now. Right now, right now, he's the best player. He's the best fullback in the game. Obviously, the best player in the game. Like most influential. He. The thing that I when I was like we put up that thing yesterday where it was like if you don't think Tommy's the best fullback in the game you've got shit for brains which mm. is a term I'd like to bring back I don't think it's used enough shit mm. for brains is SFD. a fantastic mm. SFB SFB I like it it's great mm. but I just like if some people would like you know even our friends at North Bondi Motorino shout out to them great brand but uh you know like Clacker and shit were like fucking Teddy's clutch I actually don't think Teddy's clutch Teddy's fantastic Teddy is fucking amazing. He's been a Dalian winner and he's been like the best Roosters player. He's won two comps, all that shit. But I also don't think in the team... Two comps, two shields. I don't think within the team in the Roosters that he is the man that is the clutch player in that side. He's fucking amazing. This is no disrespect to Tedesco, but he's not a clutch player. He isn't the sole, like... Influencer of outcomes. You've got Kiri, you've got fucking Cordner, you had Crawford. Well, it's, had- it's unusual for Tedesco to have a hand in every scoring play, in the play of the game, game, right? Like, it, very rarely will he have all the try assists and a couple of tries. I just don't think. No offense, I've, but like. I don't think I've ever seen Tedesco play, or at least we talk weapons in the duffel bag. I don't think Tedesco has ever displayed weapons in the duffel bag to the degree that Tommy has displayed weapons in the duffel bag. He is humongous, powerful as fuck, fast as fuck. His, his like second man play cut out to hit the winger. I was just about to say that. Tedesco doesn't have that in the duffel. Not like Tommy. The quick, the quick, the quick, super quick, the super quick catch and release, but it's also a cut out to hit a flying winger. A flying Ruben Garrick. Also Mate, with his piece hanging out. There's not many, so many people that can do that no. on the planet in all sports. And to see Tommy back fit, playing his best footy, is unbelievable. But the, what, the, the bow on top of it, for Manly fans at least, is when everyone's like, not even Tommy Turbo can fix that fucking mess. And it's like, you know what? Part of me, deep down... Did question whether he could. Mm-hmm. 100%. I'll put my hand up. I'll, I'll put my hand on my heart. I'll be honest with the punter and the dribbler. Yeah, I had my doubts. I was like, fuck, you're right. We've been pure shit. We're like bottom four. We've, well, we've looked awful. Last. You know what I mean? 
He comes back and the side is completely different. Comp- everyone's different. Everyone plays differently. Yeah. Everyone plays better. He's made every single fucking player in that side better yeah. by a factor of 100. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, we, didn't just, have, we didn't have Tapao or fucking Alloway on the weekend. No. Did it matter? Shout out to Josh Alloway who reached out to us. He's been playing for four weeks with that wrist injury and the club said that he had to get surgery and so he's out for 12 weeks. But a dear friend of the show dear and friend. the club, Josh Alloway. Yeah. yeah, on what you said, Eddie, I was just going through these stats here. So not only did Manly not use one of their interchanges, Moses Sully <laughs> didn't come on the That's field. That's a flex. Um, Cade Cust, who was another interchange, only played 12 minutes. That's essentially 68 minutes with two interchanges. Yeah. That's the value of a Cade, though, I will say that. You can have a Cade, just have him in the side, just name him. Like a good luck charm. Yeah. Um, Always name a Cade if you can. Yeah. Even that, if you're not going to use him. He could be doesn't injured, matter. Name him. It doesn't matter. But what, have you got his, Tommy's numbers for yeah, what he yeah. did in that game? So, three errors... Was that the one you wanted, or what were you after? Fuck you, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> you are Sorry. a fucking smart-ass little prick. <laughs> little smart-ass. You know what, though? I like that. No, I know. I you know what? That. It was all in the delivery, in and the he delivery. nailed it. <laughs> it was very well and done, And he nailed Dave. it. That was very well done. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why the fuck would you start with that one? <laughs> three errors. Did make three errors. Um, so 18 runs, 235 metres. Five line breaks, three line break assists, four try assists, two tries as well, obviously. Eight tackle breaks. Dude, I mean, eight? Yeah. Dude. He can't be tackled. No, dude. Like, I, I mean, it's just ridiculous. Like, it's, and I think... That's another thing that we will do, Tom, at the end of the year, obviously, when we've won the comp. I want Jake to snap us, but I also want to try and tackle Tom. Listen, I think after what happened to Tommy on the course, so I don't know whether Tommy is going to be allowed to do anything. And I'm me cool tackling that. him, bro. Is that is that that's not a threat to anything? True. I just want to see how. Like, I want you know, I won't put a hit on him or anything. Can you? I just want to see. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see how hard it. Like, yeah, but I just don't want to. I think Jake snapped. I'm the concern here, bro. Cocks. Yeah, I know, but us trying to tackle. What if you fucking accidentally trip over on him and you snap his leg? You know what I mean? Like, you're, oh, just... you're getting a bit over the top now. I think. Uh, listen, bro, and this is with the greatest respect to Tom, who, you know, over the last six months as we've developed a close friendship, you and I and him and the family is like a brother to us. <laughs> well, I don't he want is. to be I see myself as, a, as, as the, the fucking, fifth brother. Yeah, we're the fourth and fifth. Sorry, we're the fifth and sixth brothers in the Trebojevich household. And I don't, we might have to dye hair blonde and get a photo with them all. We're still waiting for John's Big John's invite. Big John's invite to family dinner. Um, but, yeah, I just wouldn't want to be the result of injuring Tommy, who is just, you know, just getting some consistent minutes. Whereas Jake, I know that Jake, like, we're in serious danger if Jake tackles us, and I'm happy to put myself in the danger there. Like, he's not going to injure himself mm. snapping us in half, no. us soft-bodied fucking losers. So I think that's – I don't want – look, I get it. I want to, ta- I want to snap Tommy too. We're both trying to snap Tommy, but it's not going to happen. You know what I mean? No, I get you. But those numbers, apparently it was like it was like only four players since the NRL era have had uh, two or more tries as well as 
uh, what is it, like four-plus try assists or something like that. And it was like, there was some, only four players, Tommy now the fourth, have had these sort of absolutely balls numbers. Uh, and it was Joey, greatest player of all time. Brett Kamali was keeping Joey out of fucking sides when they were playing. Like, Brett Kamali was first picked Australian half a lot of the time. And then Cody Walker, who you could argue is one of the greatest attacking players the game seen in the last... Eyes up footy attacking players the game seen in the last... King, of, King of eyes up footy. Years. King of eyes up. He's fantastic. Instinctual Dave, football. Dave's shaking well, his head there. I mean, you know, he might be a good player. It's just kind of hard to say that after his team just got beaten 50-0. He wasn't playing. Yes, he was. Obviously he was playing a fullback. Ooh, <laughs> sorry, Cody. But, but, but to your point, no, that fair, doesn't, fair that's point. That's not his... I mean, fair 50 points, points isn't his fault. The, the stats don't lie. He has the stat there, so... He's got the stat. Yeah. But also, he's playing, he's playing out of position there as well, in mm. fairness to him. Yeah. Your team getting beaten 50-0 like, doesn't mean that you as an individual player are shit. He can still be a great attacking player, but you are right. He did get beaten 50-0, but that's also some... I don't know why you need to have sour grapes on the man. You just beat his team 50-0, you fuck. Yeah, I just wanted to mention it because I was worried that it wouldn't get a mention at all. No, don't worry. Don't I, worry. Will, I will say this. The Souths are done. I will say Season this. Season over for Souths. Sorry, Matt. But Penrith, it's... well, Matt, who is... Also, is, is Basically, Dave's boss and the other. So he's the intern, the producer, was telling me before that he took uh, a love interest. Oh, his housemate. (laughs) Out to the footy. He's like fucking begging her to come out and watch the Rabbitohs play. He's like, we're great, we're good. Like, it'll be a really close contest because it's, you know, two great teams coming up against each other. Oh, they went no. out there and oh, Rabideau's no. got 50 put on him. Bro. Didn't score a point and he spent fucking 60 minutes trying to justify how they've, like, scored. You know, we won eight games in a row and shit. I saw your, your Instagram thing where she was, like, with 20 minutes to go, you're already in the car home. Fair call. Fair call. Fair that call. Is, they were horseshit. Penrith and Melbourne... It pains me to say it, but they are now just removing themselves from the rest well, of the Well, Para are in second place, which, again, is so... They haven't played anyone. If pa- they played... Well, they pl- and they played a Roosters team that was injured as fuck. They beat us as well, but that was before Harry Grant was back, and I think we had some other injuries. Early season. Yeah. I know, look... Harry Grant coming off the bench is fucking ridiculous. Eels fans have every right to fucking hate us in... Our rugby league yarn about them because Could I, I can't say, help it. I fucking mate, just can't like, back them. You know what? I was actually. I know that we, we pay out the yields a lot. And to be honest, the only reason we do that is because you haven't won a comp in 40 plus 40, years. 40, 45 years. Longest in the comp. Yep. You won't win one until the sun explodes. Like, we all know the yarn. But I thought that maybe it was just Tom and I that were really one eyed. And then I was listening to Talk and Sport on the Super fucking something network they're all of the same opinion they're just like the eels were they couldn't get it done against a seriously depleted injury ravaged rooster side with statistics that were overwhelmingly in their favor like to the point where they go it was actually like ridiculous the possession and the footy and the sets and all that shit that they had over the roosters and they couldn't they couldn't get it done until late yeah and then they spent about 15 minutes talking about how um, fucking Moses runs too laterally. He's like, a seven should straighten the attack. He should run at the line. He should draw the man. He should, you know, create. But he just runs laterally like the whole time. Mm. And 
when they would finish with their 25-minute diatribe about how the Eels are no good and they haven't played anyone and that Moses is shit, I'm like, <laughs> wow, I'm actually not alone. No, yeah, we actually speak the truth. And you know what? We don't necessarily see the game the way the experts do. We're more We go like, vibe, We bro. go vibe, dude. We're like... Vibe's the, more right than anything. Dude, we're like, the, like Neo in the Matrix, but it's a vibe. And, you know, he sees like zeros and ones and that sort of shit. That's just all vibe. And I'm like, oh, yeah, nah, they're not that good. Everyone thinks that they are. Or if you're an Eels fan, you do. They're all being wool pulled by their position on the ladder. Let me say this. The fact that Dragons are in the top eight shows that the top eight doesn't mean shit right now. Let me say this. Let me say this. And 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 I don't know if this is going to make Hughes Fields fans feel better or worse. You have got a good football side. Yes. There are players in that side that I really like. Really like. Like Papa Lihi, I'm like, Papa bro. Papa Lihi, Gutho, Sivo. Love those man. motherfuckers. I love those motherfuckers. Dylan Brown, Brown I like. Crack. Dylan Brown. He plays eyes up footy, takes a line. I like him. All I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, you're not going to win the comp. No. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. And if you get as lippy as you get and trying to tell me that you're going to win the comp when I know you're not going to, all I'm saying is I'm just telling you the truth. I think you've got a good side. Yeah. You've got a top four side, which is not hard, which is not easy to do. Ask the fucking West Tigers. <laughs> you've got great players that I like. Yeah. But I just don't think you're going to win the comp. So don't get me paying you out every week twisted. It's we just about like you. you. It's just the reality of the thing that it's just like we – like I just feel like I can't get around with you guys thinking you're going to win one. It's like <laughs> I just can't I, – I just need to let you know. It's not going to happen. And I know that sucks. The sooner you realise that, like – If West Tigers fans got around thinking they were going to win the comp, I'd tell them too. But yeah. they, they get around telling everyone that will listen that they'll come ninth. Yeah. Like they're their own worst enemy because yeah. they have created a culture of being losers. Yeah, they've got a culture of ninth. When you saw the West Tigers fans giving their side a standing ovation at half time in a trial match, you said it, Eddie. That's what. That's all you need to know. Mm-hmm. You said that preseason. You said that. That's all. Of course, I said it. The halftime full-time standing O in the trial match is the worst thing I've ever seen in rugby league. And I don't know if that'll be bested. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking disgraceful. It's fucking disgraceful. <laughs> All I'm saying is they got paid out for that. You get paid out for thinking you win a comp when you won't. Everyone gets paid out for something. That's your thing. Make Shut up, sit down. Tell you what, Dylan Brown... With the flying knee of from hell into true, I just let's 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 fucking let's pivot to the bunker, yeah, for a second. Now, Annesley is that his name? He's the head of NRL. He's the head of NRL. He had the gall to come on the other day, and he's in an interview, and they were like, "Oh, um, did you happen to call the bunker uh, after they just?" failed to report that blatant fucking knee to the ribs that put him in hospital and With like a punctured lung. Yeah, yeah. And he he's like, oh no, I wouldn't I would never intervene into, you know, the bunkers, you know, decision making. And they're like, oh, it just seems funny that they for 20 minutes thought that that wasn't a sin bin and then at half time they're like, oh, maybe it is when, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, it's probably yeah, convenient yeah. for him to get him on the blower and go, yeah, hey, did you see him fucking flying knee? You know what I mean? How do you watch that? If you watch that as many times as it was watched live and not say that that's a sin bin, 
You can't fucking tell me on good conscience that, oh, they just came to at half time and had another look at it. It didn't make sense. It just was so... And I didn't even realise Nia Corey fucking put in Teddy's... Oh, they like face. sandwiched him, bro. That was Teddy's head and nothing. So like he was in a jaffle makeup. To be honest, the Roosters win that game if fairness prevails and they probably both get fucking 10 in the bin. Dylan Walker could have been sent. I mean, what's his name? Dylan Brown. Maybe t- maybe being sent is too harsh. But no, I, least, I don't think I don't think at sending. least ten in the bin for both of them. Yeah, but then you also get a free interchange. Yeah, and that would have been uh, Suale, Suale. Mm-hmm. which we're still waiting to see. I know they're fucking honey. I tell you what, though, like they've said it, they all say it, and I'm saying it now. You do need a little bit of luck to win a comp. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, you need a fresh roster. Because if you don't have one, you're completely fine. Well, like, that's where you look at someone like Penrith, uh, where they have been super lucky with injuries, right? They they, they, they lost the ghost. Melbourne's been lucky as well. Melbourne's been lucky. The ghost, uh, an happy Carousel. In what ways have we been lucky? Remind me. You injury-wise. Like, as in you have a healthy squad. Well, we have had our number one fullback out for the last few weeks. That's true. But relatively speaking. Who are you playing? Who have you played? Um, we played Souths, one of the competition heavyweights. They just got fucking butt. Who were who were ass. riddled with injuries? They were also as well. riddled as well. In yeah. fairness, yeah, fair enough. But either yeah. way, I think there it is fair to say you need luck. But I will go back to the storm because I think Dave does need some time. You were out at the game. I was at the game. Were you, so you didn't see Matt. No, I didn't see Matt at the this game. This wasn't like I a work see... thing where Matt didn't no. like bring like bring your fucking intern to work. Bring yeah, your bring intern to work day. Was that what it was? <laughs> That's I didn't cute. have to carry him into the ground and then go for food runs and yeah, beer yeah, runs yeah. for Matt. Yeah, <laughs> thankfully. But um, but no, as so I, I went with my dad. We rocked up there. We parked, and as we were parking, two blokes get out of the car next to us in partisan dribblers hats. Oh bullshit! Nah, not at all. Really? So, yeah, yeah. Did they recognize Dior? They kind of did. Like I got out of the car, I was wearing my hat, and I was like, "Hey, the one dude kind of like." I think he looked at me because I was wearing the hat and then the other dude walked around from the other side of the car. I'm sorry, I don't remember your names. Um, but he was wearing a Storm jersey and he was like, oh, oh, Dior. I was like, yeah, what's, yeah, whatever. What's going Love on? that. Chat. In front of Papa as well. You're like, here you go, dad. I'm was that a flex? That was I'm not a just a bomb smoker. <laughs> um, and then at the end of the game, as we were driving home, I was checking my inboxes on Dior Dave. I got a message from the dudes and one of them goes, hey, Dior, like, I met you in the car park, blah, blah, whatever. <laughs> also, do you remember what level it was? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Love that. Oh, there you go. You're a celebrity, bro. A little bit, a little bit. Fucking oath. In yeah. the P's and D's house. Was Papa now proud of you, mate? He was pretty proud. Yeah. yeah. And so he should be. Yeah, so yeah. he fucking should be. Mm. And that wasn't meant to sound aggressive, but it did sound <laughs> aggressive to Papa Dior. I didn't mean that. He didn't mean that. We didn't mean that. Raised no, a wonderful son. And we hope to come to Passover one time. We do. Is that still happening? Yeah, we, it can happen. Yeah. Good. We'll make it work. If you Good. are after, yeah. We'll have some cookies. Yeah. <laughs> have some cookies at <laughs> Passover. Passover. I know that's legal yeah. in the Jewish community. Probably not. Passover. Um, kosher kush, bro. Kosher kush. Is that about. a thing? It's like a... Yeah, there are strains in America that people like call kosher kush. You know, they'll call it like... Just a way to sell it. It's probably yeah, not exactly. kosher at all. Yeah. Um, um, there's another rugby league story. If that's where we're transitioning, yeah. To. No, I just wanted to. I just wanted to see how Dave was like. Was yeah. he janking off? No, the, I was, like Josh Adokar six fucking tries. six tries for Adokar. Like first first time that. since nineteen fifty one or fifty. Yeah, fifty something. Yeah, yeah. So fifty or fifty one. I thought it was sixty something. You want a beer? Yes, please. Yeah, fifty one. I'm pretty sure was Jack Troy. Was that his name? But yeah, mate. 
It was yeah, Newtown play. It was it was a fucking mm. impressive performance from the Fox. Six tries is outrageous. Mm. Do you want one? Yep. Uh, it's outrageous. Cheers, and it also speaks to how shit South South. We can't hear you, Tommy. No. Tom, <laughs> no one could hear him. Tom's talking about how shit South were. Look, I'm not prepared. South were shit. They played shit footy. No one's saying that they didn't, but they were. They when you're missing Latrell, when you're missing Reynolds, when you're missing fucking Cameron, Murray. Uh, Cameron Murray. Like when you got troops out to that effect, and you've got Harry Grant coming off the fucking bench. Like you are in so much fucking trouble. But can they win the comp now that they've got fifty points on them? Mate, I'm telling comp. you right now. I'm telling you right now. Punters and dribblers. Fucking put a line through everyone. The only two teams who can win the comp are the Storm and the fucking Penrith Panthers. And Manly. And Manly. Obviously. But three that's teams. like... It's a three-horse race. But that's always been the case. Yes. No one else can win. No. No one else can win. Uh, there was some yarns around the Tigers saying they should... Move. The people are now saying like the Tigers are just a soulless pile of shit and we should send them west. West-west. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like fucking West Coast. You know who I feel sorry for? I feel sorry for Western suburbs who basically provide all the juniors, and they've had some good juniors because they've all fucked off. Like they provide all the money, they provide all the know how, but apparently keep getting like overruled and shit at the board level, right? Part of me thinks that if you're not going to move them to Perth, which you're not going to, just say, listen, Balmain, it's been, it's been a hell of a ride. Back when, you know, we un- used to unload boats and shit here in the 80s yeah. and the fucking 70s and the 60s. Once. You know what I mean? Back in the 30s when, you know, you had a bit of soul about you. Sure, now you're, you're a great side. But fedoras and now you're fedoras and coffee, which I like coffee. I'm not like anti-coffee. Coffee, I'm anti-fedora. Yeah, yeah. And it's, you're, too, you're too much fedora and too much Birkenstock for my life. Birkenstock scarf ratio is through the roof. It's too high. If one in four, one in three people are wearing Birkenstocks, you're not allowed to rugby league side. And that's what I'm saying. And part of me that's thinks... That's in the bylaws. That's in the by- Look, go that's and look the up the ancient the bylaws of rugby league football. It's all in there. It's all in pen. It's all there to see. I, part of me thinks, and I honestly believe this, part of me thinks that they should move them out to, to west-west, Campbelltown, Norellan, Camden, like that massive growth area, and go, here's a rugby league side. You play at a Campbelltown stadium and be done with it. And maybe you play one game a year at Leichhardt. People hate me saying that, but it's like, well, you know, I don't feel like you deserve it. No, you don't You've got that rugby league fucking ground, the Leagues Club, wasting away in Victoria Road. You don't seem to give a shit about yourself. It's just been covered it, in grass you know and what I mean? smashed up. And- it's like walking around with a big bush that you haven't scaped with manscaped. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. have a bit of pride for yourself. They don't seem to care. No. Standing O's at fucking halftime and full-time in trial games, that monstrosity of a Leagues Club that you leave to rot. Your board level decisions. Western suburbs putting in all the money, all the know how, all the juniors. I'm like, I think someone has got to fucking call it, don't we? Yeah. Go, Bowman, you're out. Sorry, guys. It's sad to say, but it's the same in North Sydney Bears. Sometimes you just got to fuck them off. Just fuck them off. And you can be in the New South Wales Cup if you want. But go down to the growth area, Camden, Norellan, Campbelltown, massive growth areas. Love, love their rugby league. Love their rugby league. Put the magpie back on the jersey and be fucking done with it, I say. 
You still sound sick as fuck, Dave. You're coughing up lungs. Are you better? No, no I'm sweet now. I'm fine. This is a bit of a... Are you still cough. sick? I'm that, not still sick. That's the difference between the tank water... The, well, yeah, no, but it's also, true. I think, like, consistent daily vaping. Yeah, that's no, probably the thing that keeps the cough... And stuff and that's a bit harsher. Bongs and vapes. And the lack of tank water. I, I, if I had a bong again, like, I reckon I'd black out. <laughs> Do you remember how fucking hectic they used to get? Yeah, like, dude, they did, but it was like... I had one on a golf trip, like... Five years ago, and I had half a cone, and it fucking <laughs> rocked me. I can't it rocked me like you wouldn't believe. I can't remember the last time I've had a bong. but I'm telling you, bro, to put you on your ass quickly. Yeah, I fucking oath it would. I bet it would. Like, I will even if I'm smoking anyway. Mm. Like, I, you know, I used to smoke a fucking fair bit. I yeah, was Now that, was, I'm like a, a half a joint or like a couple of puffs on a joint, then I put it in, I'm like, okay, um, I'll just let mm. that well, sit. Would it be wrong to assume in your most recent bong experience and probably most of the time you guys smoke weed now would be after quite a few drinks? Uh, I'm fine smoking that was, the case. that was the case. I don't and smoke weed at all, really. accentuate the yeah, experience. Yeah, that like, but- that'll... Well, I've I've had I've 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 you know we 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 had a dalliance weed and I and it's over. It's done. I can smoke it's weed and now. drink and I can be pissed before I smoke. Like that doesn't bother me at oh, all. Yeah, because that turns me. No, nah, I've always been pretty fine with that. But if I was to rip a cone after a big night on the piss, that would fucking floor me. The other thing is though, if you are addressing the billet, you must rip the cone, like for pride's sake. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you were to overpack, whoo, baby. And then you just... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you got to go back and start it Imagine that if you did around Dior and all his mates. Yeah, I know. Well, dude, I mean, they'd be looking at us going, what are you born in 1970? Whatever those fucking Oztag cunts were saying to you. Yeah, they did say just that. Just like old losers. Anyway, off the topic, Xavier Coates, officially to the storm. Mm. You must be happy with that. Very happy. Very happy. I mean, we'll, we've lost Addo Carr at the end of this year and we lost Vunavali last year. But Coates will be looking good. Oh, I, think, good so I, th- I think it'll be Coates and Remus Smith on the other wing because Remus Smith, we signed him to be a winger and Branko Lee was going to play inside him, but then Lee's been injured most of the year. But Remus Smith is great under the high ball, right. which is where we've been using him a lot. couple of things. I think Xavier Coates can be an all-time stud mm-hmm. at the Storm. I think that he puts on the green and gold yep. at the Storm. Yep. The other thing I wanted to say is the Fox, who I've just spent praising spent time praising, surely he's getting cold feet. Uh, probably, dude, but... You I know what I mean? Like, getting, if you I see... think he's getting some of that, like, forever money. Oh, he's getting that mm. fullback money. Yeah, well, I think it's just more like the Bulldogs. Because that winger money is usually pretty shit. Bulldogs have spent, like, 98% of their salary cap on outside backs, and I think that's continued, you know, so he's just like, we need him. But you know what I mean? Like, you know... Losing all the time, but everyone who isn't at the dogs yet who's signed them is going, Oh my god. But is Burton backflipped? No, Burton will go. I think Burton's a man of principle. He's a dubbo boy. He's a dubbo boy. You can just see it in him. He's like, He plays football, he plays principled rugby league. He does. I see him not being a a, a turncoat. Uh, that being said, if you do decide to backflip on a club like the Gold Coast, say, then I think that's also fine (laughs) if you are wanting to stay with your club for love and shitloads of money. You know what I mean? I think that's fine. 100%. I don't see any issue there. Just before we move on past Xavier Coates, I would like to point out Xavier Coates, proud Papua New Guinean, will be playing outside another proud Papua New Guinean, Justin Ollum, who has been in great form as well. Shout out to Papua New Guinea, dude. They're starting to get a fucking real throb on. Ollum, one of my favourite players in the NRL. Love him. Love Ollum. Love him. And just to wrap up rugby league, 
Raiders in absolute turmoil. Yeah, fucking as leaky as a sinking boat, that place. Like, uh, even John Bateman from England was like, I had a couple of words to Ricky while I was playing, like, and all these things kept getting out. And it was like, how are these getting out to the media? What can I can I say something, Tom? You have the floor. I never thought I'd say it. Well, that's not true. I didn't think I'd be saying it this soon after a grand final fucking two years ago. Is Ricky done? Like, when do they start? When, like, because none of this is good. Let right? me say this. Ricky could, if, even if it all falls in a heap at Canberra, Ricky will definitely get another coaching job somewhere else. No, Ricky no, no. I'm talking, about, I'm talking about Ricky back where it all went right for him, where he won comps, where he was fucking Mr. Raiders Hot Boy, you know what I mean? Seven for, you know, the town's seven. People could rely on Ricky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gone back there. He, he, he put Parramatta in a fucking coffin and then left and you know they're doing all right now but i sort of thought okay ricky's back where he belongs he'll be one of those like sort of long tenure coaches you know he took to the grand final maybe that was their opportunity they didn't get it done but now all this shit in the paper all these like leaky boat and fucking rumors flying around yeah Never a good sign, Tom. And in my experience, although limited because I've only just turned 30, not that old punters and dribblers, old to some but not to most, Um, (laughs) I've never seen this sort of shit get turned around. No. I've never seen a ship... Josh Hodgson stood himself down as the captain, uh, as as co-captain. Fucking Tarpanay's missus fucking hates him. So you can assume Tarpanay does. Do you know uh, what I mean? George Williams is homesick. George Williams is homesick. Have we seen a ship like this be turned around? I don't think we have. No. And the fact that Ricky was telling Danny Widler apparently that he wants to fucking fight everyone. He's telling Danny he wants to fight his players. He's standing down fucking Papali, like, who, you know, is an absolute stalwart of the club and... Best player. Their best player has been for many Jack years. Jack White and of Dalian winner last year, famous, looked a shadow of himself. I was watching them play on the weekend... A, because I backed the Raiders again because I have... You're an idiot. I've basically lost my frontal lobe when it comes to punting with them. Yeah. And I didn't notice he was on the field for like 50 minutes. And I had to like remind myself that he was like, hang on, where the fuck is Jack Wine? Yeah. Oh, wait. There he is putting in a... He's a real... He probably won't get picked for... he, He might not get picked for Origin this year based on his form. Now... He didn't have a great series last year, in fact. I think he got fucking put on the bitch a couple of times. Well... You know what you could do if we want to talk origin just real quick? Very quick. You've got Tommy Turbo at one centre. You've got Latrell at the other. Okay. And I'm starting to think, is Jerome Luai your six? I don't see why not. And you know what else I'm thinking? I don't see why not. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, Pick Brian... someone who's playing with a shitload of confidence. Mm. Mm. And, and Cleary, obviously. And he knows Cleary back to front. You know what I mean? He plays eyes up footy. He attacks the line. He does. He's got a bit of razzle dazzle, which I like for Origin football. They're, to- they're also talking about. Uh, so obviously, Ado Car is pretty much a lock for one wing. Definitely, Brian Toto. Jesus Christ, Eddie, you're right there, mate. Mm-hmm. Brian Toto, obviously, fucking humming. But is he not a lock? Well, Jason Saab's making a lock. Oh play. my god. Good under the high ball now. He's become a, he's getting his falau on. I'd ask you this. Fastest player in the game. Is Toto the king of the PCM coached by Fabri? No, he's not. Well, that's I've made up my mind. So there you go. 
Sobs in. Sorry, Sobs in. Sorry, Brian. Sorry, Brian. Sorry, Brian. Um, but I think that's rugby league, Eddie. This might be... You know what, punters, dribblers? If you like a puck and podcast from Hello Sport, then you're in for a treat today because this one feels like it's going on forever and ever. So, in news less pertinent to people's lives, um, the Reds won the Australian Super Rugby title. Congratulations to him. Bit of a fucking barn burner of a finish. James O'Connor completes the full circle redemption story, scoring the winning try. Um, we know who to thank. Well, save your world. Mm. Save your world. Uh, it should have a huge uptick in subscriptions. Um, but it was good. Good to see. Good game. And you know what? It shows that rugby in Australia, there are still people there that like care about it and want to watch. It's just that like there's almost like the reality is that we can't compete with New Zealand in a domestic in like a regular domestic competition because it they're just better than us, right? So you just got to cop that, in my opinion, and fucking have this domestic like keep Super Rugby AU as is. I feel like it's a bit of like it was a COVID reaction, but it seems like it's clearly the way. To well, go. the it's going to be interesting to see how the merge comp goes. Well, we'll get absolutely fucking pumped. Mm. With the greatest respect, I think we'll get... Well, we'll wait and see. I'd be happy to be proved wrong, but what's changed? We've lost more players. Anyway, whatever. Congrats to the Reds. It's fantastic, but in a merge comp with the the, the New Zealand teams, I think we know what the fuck will happen. Mm. Um, but yeah, I just felt like we should probably congratulate them. It was a big win. Queensland back. Did not you a, bad, not a bad crowd. Not a bad Dude, crowd. Dude, it looks like almost a look, sellout, look, I think. Looked fucking pretty good to me. Was it a COVID crowd? No, no it was no, like 45,000. 40, when I was oh, up in nice. Queensland, it was like all good. And I heard about New South Wales all in masks and fucking... 45, yeah. fucking great crowd. But, they um, turn up. Did you see the video that we put on the Instagram of the guy who was rubbing the dude in front of him's bald head for good luck? Like, mm. that's omens shit. That's like, oh, an omens in front of me. I have to harness If it. you didn't believe in omens, go and watch that video and it'll become pretty fucking clear to you that omens are a real thing. Shout out to that ball guy as well. For being a great sport. Great sport. But he got his side over the line. That's what it takes sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes it takes getting, you know. Your head rubbed to within an inch of its life. <laughs> you know, callous and bruised and mm. bloodied by a drunk dribbler. dribbler behind you to get the W. Sometimes that's what it takes. Yeah. So shout out to them. Shout out to the Reds. Shout out to Australian Rugby, which is fighting back. You need to take those wins. You need to consolidate the wins and build. I thought it was nice. In other news... Michael, there was there was an article. There was an article rolling around that apparently Michael Hooper is being um, pursued by a couple of rugby league sides. Now, I thought that was interesting. Off the back of the chat last week that Tom and I had around getting behind paywalls, I've done that. Oh, you have. I'm now behind. On behalf of the company, can I get behind the paywalls? Or is I have used one? the company card. You too can use it, <laughs> as I have already used it. <laughs> I just go. You know what? Fuck it. Yeah. Enough is enough. Yeah. I'll take you. Know. I'll take you up on your dollar a week offer, and it's changed my life. I might even start getting the papers delivered to the. But house. what I have realised is, once you get behind the paywall, Tom, the juice. Not always worth the squeeze. Oh, now, right. I don't mean it from that perspective. Like, you know, I'll still read these fucking salacious articles that are also bullshit, but, like, it's all in the fucking headline, let yeah. me tell you. Yeah. So, basically, this is the long and the short of the Michael Hooper to rugby league yarn. Now, he's contracted 
2023. It's 2021, by the way, punters and dribblers. For those counting at home. He's on, he's on a salary of $1.25 million. A year. Which is 700000 from the Japanese club Toyota for Blitz. Yep. And then that would make 525000 from the Wallabies a year. So that Wallabies makes... Wallabies and Waratahs. Yeah. So that makes 1.25... Is he at the Waratahs anymore? Well, he, I think he's still technically... So I think he's... Because he's played over a, a certain amount of tests. Yeah. I think he's been allowed to take a sabbatical from the Waratahs. So maybe he's not getting paid for the time he's not doing it. Right. But you get... You get a state salary, uh, international, like, yeah. top up, and then, obviously, he's playing for fucking some Japanese. So, first and foremost, contacted to 2023, he can go on a sabbatical, I, I believe, from Japanese rugby, but he can't play rugby league during that time. So, I don't know where that gets you. Okay, so and in 2023, like, 1.25... No one's paying him 1.25 million. No one's paying him 600,000 no. rugby league. No. So, basically, what I'm saying is sometimes the paywall... It entices you in, but it's a mirage. But because yeah, behind yeah. it is utter bullshit. So it's almost like when you go, oh, do I need to pay for porn when there's a free porn site just here? And then you go and pay for it and you're like, actually, I didn't. And yeah. now I've just got viruses on the computer. Yeah. That's exactly what getting a Daily Telegraph subscription seems to be like. But I'm going to stick it through. It you just have to stick it through so that I don't... I, t- I tell you what the benefit is. Because otherwise... The you, frustration... Otherwise you die not knowing. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to die with regret. No, exactly. Going, you know, is who becoming a manly? I don't want to die with regret. So can I ask, if you've paid for a subscription from the company Coffers, <laughs> yeah. can't you just give me a password? Yeah, I can. Rather than just us having to get two. I don't want to give them two subscriptions. No, that's true. No, not, not, not knowing what we know you now. You should have made a company fucking... Well, it was also part of my Supercoach subscription. <laughs> Before we get to dribbles, Eddie, what did you make of Jake Paul yoinking Floyd Mayweather's hat? Because I personally thought it was one of the great I yoinks. thought it was fucking genius. One of the great yoinks all People time. are like, what a dickhead, what a pig. I'm like, if you don't think someone who has been, like, the greatest defensive boxer of all time, I respect him as a boxer, but he's also a fuckwit who, like, towers up his misses and yeah. shit. So he's not a great bloke. Let's start there. Mm. If you don't think that Jake Paul taking his hat off and then Saying, he got, got so offended and he'd preempted it before being like, I'm going to steal his hat. Oh, did Was he? It, yeah. He put a fucking, he put like um, a tweet out, like a video of him being like, I'm going to try and steal Floyd Mayweather's hat. <laughs> Um, I thought it was fucking genius. It's a great and it, marketing. And it like kicked off. It kicked off like this fucking all in brawl like vibe, and his security were telling him like Jake Paul got a black eye. Yeah. What I did think was funny though at the end was Logan Paul, who is obviously Jake's fighting. older brother, who fighting was fighting Floyd. fucking Floyd in like a couple of months or whatever, <laughs> was so upset that. You know, this had happened and, and that, you know, he didn't think that, you know, he was going to have to defend his brother and was shit. Was he angry at his brother? Or no, was he angry no, 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 no. He was angry that his brother had got punched and shit. And right. I was like, God, you cunts take each other. You, you take it all so seriously. Yeah, but you know what? I actually don't. I've, part of me thinks it's all pretty. Like, I think that it's pretty much just all marketing. Like... Floyd was Floyd fucking him. Floyd furious. Floyd and punched him, but also, like, there's an element of it all, like, they all know what's going on. Like, they all know this is just driving up numbers, people talking about it. 
but it is so. Ridiculous. But what I'm saying to you is, do you think that Floyd knew about it, or do you no, reckon? No, no, I don't necessarily think that. But I think they all know what they're coming into when they go to these press conferences. Like, it was funny though. I saw just a bit of the press conference between Logan Paul and Floyd, and it was pure shit. <laughs> like, it sucked. When you think about when Connor and Floyd fought, and it was like real. Like, that's some of the best press conference shit you've ever seen right like, mm. that was amazing this youtube era that we're sort of fucking un well i mean unwillingly i think is sort of where i'd put it sliding into is farcical circus well, it's, shit it's like a crossover of wwe and real fighting that's exactly what yeah. it is but like thank god you've still got the real fighting out there but like ultimately though there is an element where you go the the fight game if i can talk about it like i've ever done it the fight game is so brutal and like so potentially like damaging to your life that like there is an element where they're finding ways to make it lucrative for fighters where like in boxing if you're not the big fucking fat dicks like Canelo shout out to Canelo who won uh or in the UFC if you're not Conor McGregor like you're actually not fucking making any money but these yeah but that what's changing here well, Logan Paul and no, Jake no, Paul no, no. are fucking YouTube stars, right? But there's so you've a, got to be famous to make money, fam- right? So it's just, I guess, if you it's nothing be, to do with, but you can't be a fucking, you know, a no, bloke no, no, who grinds. Like, no, no, I know what you're saying, but I think maybe it's just showing a potential for another way to do it. If you can take, you can take control if you've got a personality. Well, they're leaning, they're leaning more into the entertainment aspect of it yes. instead of the sport aspect. Yes, they're leaning entirely into the circus, correct? Because you know. Mayweather versus fucking Connor, those that press conference world tour was a fucking circus. Yes. It was. They're just leaning into that more. Correct. And without the fight, without the ability to fight. It doesn't well, it doesn't matter. No. It doesn't matter. Are you are you a big famous person that fucking teens love watching? Yeah, yeah you are. Well, I'm Sweet. also I'm also I'm also, I'm, I'm also one of the greatest boxers, <laughs> arguably top five all time, certainly best defensive boxer all time, fifty and oh. So I can get I get the fight market in, you get the fucking the teeny Fireball. boppers in and like Let's rip. Connor reckons they're not gonna make money. I'm like, Connor, you're not paying attention. This fight will make a lot of money. Yeah, it'll be a it'll be a weird one. In a weird way, in but weird it will. Way. It'll be weird money. It's weird money. Yeah. They're making weird money. It's money, but it's weird fucking money. Weird, weird money. Uh, but that's Biff's, I think, Eddie. Yep. Gallon and Honey. Oh, ga- well, Gallon Honey. Hooney. Hooney. Oh, yeah, Hooney. We've been corrected. Mm. Um, do I prefer to say Honey? Yes, but I do respect him, so I will. I'll pronounce his name correctly, but I feel like you had an opportunity with Honey. Did you see that Rog, our DMA Rog, um, left a he st- he left a comment yeah, dude. actually, on one and of I the loved things, it. Things. Have we made Roger big, dude? I think that we have made Roger fucking humongous. Is there any coincidence between us tapping him on the shoulder and now him being massive? Listen, Roger knows that we have certainly been crucial to brand Roger. There's no doubt about that. Like Roger's killing it. Roger's a great sprint trainer, but if he, he has to understand the value that we bring to brand Roger. Um, the comment he left on our Instagram was bizarre, and I don't know whether it was like, oh, does Roger get it, or is he threatening us? Um, <laughs> no, no, I think, I, think, I think Roger's playing along. But a dribbler sent us the picture, and it was like, uh, you know, 
hey, babe, I met a guy today. He was really handsome and I think I'm in love with him. His name is Roger. And then the response text, show me a pic. And it's a picture of Roger Fabrice standing in a tight sprint training shirt. <laughs> anyway, we just put it up and was like, the miso left me for Roger and honestly, I don't blame her. And then Roger's commented, thank you for giving me a wife. She hates me. She locks me in the toilet with the dog. I haven't eaten since we started this affair. I've lost all my self-confidence. Today she has planned to perform a seance on me. Thank you for everything. A seance. Yeah. So, like, Roger, the king of cadence. He's the king of cadence. The king of cadence strikes again. Yeah. What a fucking weapon. You know what I mean? Like, what do you do? The king of cadence strikes again. Simple. if If the spotlight's turned on you, how to react, Roger fucking takes it and runs. Takes it and runs. Takes it and runs. Shout out to King of Cadence. We are ready to rip, Dave. Let's go. Hello. Hello, Tom and Eddie. Hello, P's and D's. It's the Hitman here again. I'm back. Uh, the original Hitman. Um, was watching the, the television the other night and um, saw Erin Mullen giving her two cents on rugby league and whatever else she... Uh, wanted to talk about in that particular program. I got thinking, how is this woman allowed on television? Not, not because she's a woman. I'm not, you know, I don't discredit her for being a woman talking about rugby league. That's an outdated view. Um, and not because she's a racist either, even though she is one. I was kind of, I just didn't find it really interesting that she's now an authority on the game when really she has no background other than living in Canberra, which I guess is kind of, you know, makes you an expert on at least the Raiders. But, you know, the daughter of, I guess, a former Army Major General, now Liberal politician who is responsible for thousands of, possibly tens of thousands of uh, innocent civilians dying in the illegal occupation of Iraq. I got thinking, who else in the rugby league world has parents that are famous for not rugby league. Um, any players have, you know, dads or mums who are like famous eye surgeons or anything like that? I don't know. It'd be interesting. Some of them come from some rather uh, kooky households. Uh, but yeah, um, be soon. First and foremost, I think I'd say that it may well help Aaron's career if she just employed a little bit of the Hello Sport you know, angled by saying, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, right. No one, no, one, no one fucking cares about you. You don't need to be an expert to have an opinion if you say you don't know what you're talking about. No, exactly. You, it's, a, it's a get out of jail free it's card. It's a get out of jail free card. Now, I would say this. You can have an opinion on something even if you're not, like, you know, that's if you go down that train of thought, it gets it gets rather ridiculous. Correct, because and right. you, you're not allowed opinion on anything then, unless you have unless like, you've unless you've done it right. And also, sport is the perfect fucking uh, space for dribbler dead shits to have an opinion. And I'm not saying Aaron is one of those. So, for example, you wouldn't be able to have an opinion on Aaron unless you'd been a TV host. Yes. And, By and, your logic. Yeah, exactly. Which makes no fucking sense. No sense. I will also say that we can't be thrown around uh, the accusations of racism, I find, to be a touch yeah, extreme based on Aaron Mullen. 
think it's a little extreme. I think it's a little extreme. I now, think racism is a term that you want to be like confidently dishing out to someone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like fucking hell, racist. See, she. I, I don't know. I know she said something fucking stupid once. Um, I don't know if she has like a history of racism. Again, I'm not informed on that, but I I don't think Aaron Mullen is racist. Now, in terms of famous fathers or mothers, Kieran Foran's father comes to mind. I believe he is CEO of Walmart or so like second in charge. He was previously president and CEO of Walmart in the US. He is recently, as of November 2019, moved on to become CEO of Air New Zealand. Well, he's a Kiwi, as we all know, mm-hmm. but yeah. But Big like yank ties. Like, can you? Can you? So if CEO, he was CEO, he was president and CEO of Walmart in the US. No, but so what's okay? Can you? I want what to was his? What was his severance? Yeah, I want to know what salaries he's on for. Like again, if we can find him, obviously, Dave, we trust that you will be able. Well, to is Walmart publicly traded? If it is, there should be there should be public. So, C was he CEO of Walmart? Um, all right. Well, it's on one of these websites. We've got his net worth. Yeah. So, uh, last updated February 2020, estimated net worth of Gregory Foran is at least $62.7 million as of June 2019. Holy shit. Do you reckon Foz sees any of that fucking coin? Apparently they had a falling out. Right. So Apparently apparently, apparently his old man was a fucking hard ass. Right. Okay. Yeah. It said here, it says here, as of June 2019, he owned over 19,400 units of Walmart stock, which were worth over $48 million. $60 million. What's his dad's name? Gregory. So Greg Foran's a fucking mover and shaker. Yeah, okay, can you, what's the, what In the his, Walmart world. What would his salary be, uh, CEO of uh, fucking... Be all bonus, it'd be all bonuses and shit. But like, being CEO of Qantas, which I get is a way bigger... Company than Air New Zealand, I would assume. Um, yeah, well, it says that his Alan um, Joyce is on like twenty million a year, something fucking ridiculous. Isn't his, it? his salary at Air New Zealand is only six hundred eighteen thousand a year. Ugh, but what's the bonus? More than but, that. but that's all Air New Zealand. I'm sure he was uh, at more at Walmart. Yeah, I Walmart can guarantee, I can like guarantee you, fucking was, mate. Yeah. Probably got like thirty million dollar bonuses. Ooh, and shit. Okay, that um, a good year. Yeah, at Walmart, Foreign was paid a salary of US thirteen million a year. That's Jesus a lot. Jesus Christ. That's a lot of money. Kieran. That's a lot of Steedens. That's a lot of Steedens. A lot of Super T's. Heaps of Super T's. Uh, does anyone else come to mind? Uh, Clint Newton's old man, Jack Newton, golfer of one arm fame, of lost it in a helicopter fame. But Jack Newton, former golfer. Yep. Okay. I'll pay that. Um can't think of anyone else, really. Of any, like, of some fame, fame. Mm, neither can I. No, that's about it. Um, I'm sure there's more. I feel like we got the best one out of the way. I think we got the best one out of the way. Shout out to the Hitman. Um, and shout out to fucking Jim Molan. Well, Jim Mullen, Aaron Mullen, you are. We are not accusing you of being racist. I think that's an unfair brush to be tarred with. Uh, but again, I don't know. So if there's something I'm missing, other than that gaff or that fucking stupid thing you said, which you know, I know Dio Dave's over there fucking 
crying Pauline Hansen on this lady, but I feel like that's potentially a little extreme uh, if I was to take any political standpoint, which I try not to because that's not what this show's about, but Eddie and Dave often do because... When do I? Eddie is right, Dave is left, I'm in the middle. Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm right. <laughs> wouldn't say I'm left. I wouldn't say I'm either. I, I, I was cruise. Yeah, down the middle. In fact, sometimes I. You know what? Oh, you know what? So I, I'm probably on some things. I'm probably right, and on the, some other things, I'm, I'm probably left. I think that's exactly how I am. You know what I mean? It's better, like, Dave's like some things. I'm left, and some things I'm really left. Yeah. <laughs> and some people, and sometimes when he wants to be right. He's left the the left in him stops him. Yeah, like there'd be there'd be certain there'd be th- there'd be policies he'd where want. he'd be right on, yeah. and he's like, you know, what? some of them are just I, logical. Yeah, because some then, are logic exactly and then right. He'd be just like, no, nah, but I can't. No, I can't. This this because I was old Mel. Well, because this right guy said it. But again, this sounds like I'm pro right. I'm pro everything. I'm pro the smartest, smartest, hardest workers in the room, like the Rock. Yeah, I'm pro choice. I'm pro- definitely pro choice. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> Utter drool. Tom, Eddie, Dio, Dave. This dribble is mainly aimed at you, Tom. Great. Um, mate, just a bit of advice for you, mate. Just chill the fuck out, mate. <laughs> if you're going to a UFC event, don't sit in front of the TV. Fuck, is this guy two weeks late? Move out of the way. If someone says move out of the way, move out of the way. If someone says fuck you, cunt, you bash them. <laughs> Get up and you bash them. Yeah, okay. If they've got spaces, that's even more reason to bash them. But. The man makes a point. It, it does. You just need to fucking chill out, mate. I don't I mean, okay. <laughs> Shout out to my. Mate, I fucking oh. forgot what I was going to say. Eddie, <laughs> I like you, mate. You seem like a real cool cat. Be or Dave. Very fucking strange dude, but I like you. <laughs> okay, so this is a fucking hey, drive-by on me. Likes you two. Oh, yeah. Anyway, I mean, look. I, I don't know where that went. Thanks know. for calling me a cool cat. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. I no. wanted to shout out my my sister's ex-boyfriend from Dubbo. Don't know how we got on to him last night. We had lunch yesterday, me and my sister, and she got up photos of him. The biggest spaces you've ever seen. Spaces post breakup. No, well, spaces was she with him while he had spaces. No, no, they went out for like ten years ago. Oh, okay. But the man is spaced within an inch of his life. Really, Re- really tasteful and elegant spaces. Well, a couple of people with spaces, some dribblers who have spaces, reached out to us <laughs> after we made a point of spaces. Um, and the guy, the guy, he sent me a photo of himself with spaces, and I was like, "Oh fuck, yeah, dude." <laughs> and I'm like, "How do you get rid of those?" He's like, "Surgery, bro. There's no like, you got to chop them off, and then like sew it together and try and like refashion earlobes. It's like you just fuck your head completely." So, you know, space is at your own peril. Um, shout out. What was that guy's name, Eddie? Do you remember his name? Do we shout him out? Um, no, I don't remember it. No. Well, shout out to that guy with spaces who dated your sister 10 years ago. And to all with spaces. It's not, it's not a value judgment on you as a person, but it's a tough thing to look at and your parents are probably disappointed. Bit late here, but Tex Hoy's father, Matt Hoy, was somewhat of a famous surfer. It'll do, it'll do. But yeah, Matt Hoy, not I'll allow exactly, it. Uh, I'll allow it. Somewhat of a famous surfer doesn't exactly yeah. hit the dick hard. All right, moving on. 
See you, mate. Uh, hello. This is the dribbler of um, absolutely no name whatsoever. Um, just want to provide a bit of context to the David Campese yarn that you guys uh, spoke about in your previous podcast. Uh, I play footy in Sydney and I've been coached by David Campese for um, multiple skills sessions, in air quotes, that he comes and delivers. Uh, can confirm the reason that he doesn't get a look in for rugby contracts for coaching is because he is one of the worst coaches <laughs> of all time. He is the dictionary definition of good players aren't necessarily good coaches. Um, some of his rules, for example, were in uh, as a back, he would obviously run back drills. Uh, you weren't allowed to throw the pass unless the player actually physically called for the ball. Oh, God. And you weren't allowed to throw spirals. <laughs> and you weren't allowed to throw cutout balls. Those were his Hands rules do it. everything that we did. It wasn't some weird specific warm-up drill in those scenarios. That was in literally every aspect of all the training that we did. So, um, yeah, good luck winning uh, games like that uh, in the 2021 2022 era of rugby might have worked in the 80s, but it does not work now. Um, also, maybe provide a bit of context around the sort of French rugby situation. Um, this might be a bit of a Dior, but uh, I believe that there is an 8% tax rate for international sports stars in French sport. Uh, that might be soccer and rugby and all the rest of it. I don't know. Again, Dior, but uh, 8% compared to the Australian 45% or whatever it is, is uh, pretty juicy. Uh, beer soon, DCA forever, Campo never. Bye bye. 8% tax rate is as juicy as juicy gets. That's fucking juicy. That's so juicy, dude. Maybe we should be based out of France. Yeah, we're, right. a, we're a French. We're a French. This is a French podcast, podcast that you're listening to. Bonjour, sport. <laughs> Bonjour, Louis Boot. Yeah. Welcome to Bonjour, sport. Uh, je m'appelle Tom. Je m'appelle Eddie. Go on. Uh, je m'appelle David. David! David! I want to fuck you, David. I want to fuck you. The reason I was laughing so hard is because on Saturday night, um, it was at the pub, and I've got a friend who speaks French, and I was in some argument with her and just started yelling at her and made up French words for like 10 minutes. What'd you say? How'd she go? Uh, she, not good. No, she wasn't happy with it. She wasn't happy. And, 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 Did you get a slap? And hearing back on... What I said, it didn't even sound remotely like French. Yeah, but you're having a crack. Now, I was having a good crack, and I threw some like French philosophers in there, their names, because they sound French. You were flirting. So I'm no, like, we flirt. Well, like flirting. she was like my best mate's missus, so okay. yes, I was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 I, I respect yeah, that. Yeah, That's yeah. very French of you, dude. Very, very French. French. Yeah. Welcome to oui, Bonjour oui. Sport. Enchanté. <laughs> bonjour je, je ne sais quoi. Uh, I don't know how you say home of unqualified opinion waving bars in French, but if you could find that out, Dave. No, no, no. Just get it up and get then put up. the mic yeah, to your yeah, computer. Yeah, put the mic to it. Welcome to Bonjour. Welcome to Hello Sport, home of unqualified opinion, unwavering bias. All that in French, English please. Too. Okay, there. Can we get the audio of that? Is that yeah, 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 it does. Welcome yeah. to Hello Sport. The home, the of, home unqualified of unqualified opinion. Qualified opinion. He should know this. I know he should. I know I know this. Wavering bias. Okay. Okay. You ready? Yep. Yep. Oh, no, but it's going. We'll take it out. Oh, no, quick. no, 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 it'll work. No, because it's going into our headphones. Yeah, oh, sweet. Bienvenue dans Hello Sport, la maison des opinions sans réserve et des préjugés sans faille. Fucking hell, that's that, that was convoluted. I can repeat that if you'd Bienvenue, like. Bienvenue, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bienvenue dans Hello Sport, 
La maison d'opinion sans réserve est des préjugés sans failer. Do you speak French? No. He just fucking, he just accented that up. That was good. That See, was that's why shit. I thought I had the kind of I would not be able to, to do yell that. at someone in French, which I don't speak the language. Because I think I can sound So French. it's not bonjour sport, though. It's bienvenue. Bienvenue, which is like welcome. I think bonjour might just mean g'day or hello. Well, that's more our speed. I think we changed bienvenue to bonjour sport because that's funnier. Bonjour le sport. Well, uh, I, actually, if I say hello to hello sport, so we actually should be called bonjour sport. Yeah. So would you say bonjour le bonjour sport or you say bienvenue le bonjour sport? No, it's just hello sport. But then you'd be saying hello to hello sport. Uh, you know I mean? Got ya. So we should be called bonjour sport. And so it's bienvenue le bonjour sport. Oui. Oui, oui. Fucking all right. Uh, don't know how we got here. <laughs> yeah, Tax is. rates, Campo. Tax rates, Campo. Campo can't coach. Don't spiral past. Let's move on. Thank you. <laughs> Fuck me. Hey, boys. Uh, it's Sally here again. Uh, I just wanted to know what your favorite uh, scheme of tickets is for a meat raffle. Uh, are you a $10 for four tickets guy? Do you want more value? Do you want like 20 tickets for 10 bucks? Uh, and what are the rules regarding a meat raffle? Thank you. Look, you I, I haven't entered into it shitload of meat raffles i'll tell you what i did used to do because that question's kind of weird what i used to do when i used to work at the royal hotel in paddington previous owners so they can't sue me i assume the meat raffle would be every tuesday whenever it was and um the person would either be too shit-faced and forget that had their meat raffle or sometimes we just wouldn't even raffle it off and i'd just yoink (laughs) that meat's coming with me baby (laughs) <laughs> and would you would you get through the whole tray well you freeze it yeah but certainly get through it but i remember moving out of that redfern house eddie and i found like three frozen beef patties from fucking 2011 or and something. you ate them no god no 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 they uh would have but they weren't in good shape <sighs> that house was fucking pretty wild that was a wild house I don't know what the fuck he meant by that. Are you saying that, like, I guess purchasing habits around raffle tickets? Like, what's yeah, the way do you well, like, because you can buy, because you can buy like a ten dollar ticket, which gets you more entries than a one dollar ticket. So, yeah. do you load up more on the tens or the ones or whatever? Do you just go know. hard or do you not? I give you what I've got in my wallet. Mm. If I've got like three bucks, and that's how many, that's I'll be yeah. buying three bucks worth. If I, I mean, you're probably not going to get fifty bucks worth of tickets, are you? I'm probably not going to have fifty bucks in my wallet. Do you know what I mean? I don't carry. In fact, you're probably not getting anything because I carry no cash. No, yeah. And is so anyone, come to me. Is anyone really strategizing around how they're going to win it when it's a meat tray that's like winning? No, like probably maybe not. if it's an experience like a holiday to France or something. France, thank you, France. Thank you. Sorry, I was still, no, that's I was how I still say it, bro. French. That's I how I say it. I don't know if I usually say it like that. Uh, you can say France. You can't say dance or prance. Chance, chance. You can't chance. say it's all oh, fuck fucking revolting. Um, look. Didn't get the question. Sure. On we go. I've stolen meat trays before. Yeah. I think that's the main thing. And and ham. Tom, Eddie, punters, dribblers, do Stole plenty of ham. Yeah, uh, Ando Dribbler here of Group 16 Truck and Nut fame. Good man. Uh, just listened to this week's podcast. Good and for you. I'd heard a bit of um, rhetoric around uh, the prison biffs. And it reminded me, I was watching a show with the missus the other night on Netflix called World's Toughest Prisons. 
And the all this, but I think it was in Paraguay, Tankaboo Prison, something like that. There was a bloke called the Panther who was in there for, I don't know, aggravated robbery, good time, seven or eight years or something, in there, and he actually won a welterweight title of South America while in prison. Um, the fight was broadcast across the country, and, um, yeah, they used the match to promote prison rehab, and I think there was even members of parliament and all sorts of people attended the fight. Uh, it was only a few years ago, I think. You're all right. Uh, so just thinking, if you're going to go down the prison biff path, that you'd have to get on board with that, work on on um, the rehab side of things, and show that that's how you can get blokes to reform their ways. Anyway, have a look into that. Cheers. Be soon. Fucking very interesting. I need a place like South America. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So Richard Panther Moray had a promising start to his boxing career before he got involved with drugs and was locked up in 2012 for aggravated robbery. In a fight, <coughs> Jesus, dude. Yeah, in a fight behind bars <laughs> last Friday, so bad, dude. <laughs> the 31-year-old knocked out Brazilian Carlos Santos de Jesus in the fir- first round. Okay, but so when was this? this was, fight? Yeah, yeah. This was in 2019, July 2019. So he was locked up in 2012, and so seven years into his sentence, he has this fight, knocks the guy out first round, and then on Thursday, about a, less than a week after he won the fight a local court granted him conditional release from prison. And he was also ordered to coach boxing inmates at a prison in the Paraguayan capital as part of his community service. Right, but he won a welterweight title? He... Ooh, it doesn't say it Did was he a... Win a t- title oh, no, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. He earned the super welterweight title of South America. In prison? In prison. That's yep. crazy. I, I mean, like, there is some... There is something cool about the, like weird double standard lawlessness in some countries where it's like, oh, yeah, like he's fucking in there for whatever, but no, we're going to allow him to fight for a title. Um, but again, I like the idea of, uh, you know, helping re- prisoners rehab by yeah, yeah, letting them yeah. punch on. 100%. I like that. I think it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Really good sense. Let's move on. Fucking 50 now, this fucking sucks. Take that as a comment. Yeah. Yep. yep. Fifty nil is indeed fucking tough. That's, that's tough. That is tough. Hey, this is the Warriors Day One dribbler. Um, just fresh off watching the war, uh, watching the Rabbitohs versus Storm. And concerning the rhetoric around uh, Benji Marshall putting nuts on blokes' chest, um, did the opposite happen to Benji today? Did did Olin, did Josh Adokar, did Monster, did uh, Hughes, Bukake all over Benji Marshall and the Rabbitohs? Uh, I think they did. Um, yeah, I, I really don't have anything other to say than that. Bukake soon. Oh, yeah. Beer soon. Beer boys. Look, from where I was sitting, it was a Bukake. Mm. It was a complete Bukake party. Um, and the poor old Rabbitohs had to sit there and eat it up. Gobble it up. It's uh, look. Is it is it pretty? No, but sometimes that's the way it is. Rugby leagues aren't always pretty. And neither bakakis. No, but they happen, and fifty nil happen, and you just gotta you take your licks. Take your licks. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's protein. It is. See the silver lining. Mm. It is funny seeing all the talk about. Oh, would Benji have been an immortal if he was playing at a good club? It's like, oh no, he still can't defend, and had six tries scored on his side of the. Wow, well, Dave, I don't think nah, like, that mean and rude. It's no, I'm not. No, Benji, great attacking player, but 
There was a lot of talk it, yeah, last that, week, that, and that, then that it all just dried bullshit. up. This that, week. that immortal talk's bullshit. Yeah. But like, I think it was more about seeing what he can do with a good team. Mm. Um, I think. I think. When I, ben, thinking, I think. You don't blame I, Benji for fucking fifty nil. No, I think when Benji plays that. well, people feel good. Benji makes people feel good. Yep. There's a lot of there's a lot of good energy and good vibe around Benji. Yeah. Mm. And people obviously saw him putting nut on chess and they got a bit carried away and they said he was an immortal. Yeah. But, but no one feels good when the storm wins. Does anyone so. was anyone really like being honestly saying that he was an immortal? No. If you were, you were dribbling. Or you were hopped up on fucking Benji nut. Hopped up on Benji nut. I get it. We've all been hopped we've up all, on that. We've all been there. Let's move on. Tom, Eddie. Your debut tip rat turncoat. The sixth grade medically retired subby dribbler here, first time caller. Just sending out an are you okay beacon to the other P's and D's out there, like my lick self, who rocked the red and green. I will consume my licks graciously in its famous defeat, but let us have solace and warm Bundy's rum infused comfort in the fact that DNC Doom is the floor that we will never fall to. Those dizzying lows are saved exclusively for those watery tarts. With that said, that performance last night was as cold as an under-dinner roll. But let us remember that water always finds its level. And if Xavier Coates doesn't sign that storm contract today, he is an absolute fucking melon. Anywho, beer soon. Queen's English always and Rabbitohs take your licks. I certainly have. Peru. Was that like a... Like, was that... It sounded like you said that in mm. somewhat of a eulogy and a soliloquy. It's a soliloquy is what a I was looking for. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Shakespearean. What's it a did, soliloquy? It, well, it's like the beat of, of sentences, isn't it? No. <laughs> <laughs> what am I talking about? Um, you might think a haiku, a, like something. a limerick or something like limerick, that. Perhaps. Limerick is where it's like you know. Wasn't Shakespeare written with like four beats per no, fucking that's, sentence um, or something? Ambi ambionic pantam. Um, that's what I'm looking like for. That. That's how smart I am. Yeah, well, you're not that smart. <laughs> uh, uh, Pentamid. It's something... How about fucking D or Dave here with the Shakespearean? Well, dude, mean, this is I, the sort of shit you looked uh, up when you're stoned, though. I am yeah, a Actually, you know, I'll call yeah, you up on that because shit. this is the kind of shit you learn when you do four-unit English for HSC, which is what I oh. did. So, That's how I know about it, bro. Iambic pentamina. That is it. What I think you would That's think what I said. soliloquy. No, I meant ambient pentameter. What is a soliloquy and what is ambient pentameter? So a soliloquy is like, uh, it's basically like in a play when an actor would like turn away and just say something to himself. It's like a monologue. Okay, right. An internal monologue. Yeah, yeah, essentially, yeah. Um, Iambic pentameter, pentameter here, it says, is a type of metric line used in traditional English poetry and verse drama. The term describes rhythm or meter established by the words in line. So yeah. it's like basically it just sounds nice because it yeah you know, yeah it has a, it has a, a beat to it a, yeah. a, a rhythm a rhythm an ambient, there's a rhythm an to the word tempam- pentameter yeah um, well done Eddie I think that is definitely what you meant uh, we'll take that one as a comment because yeah. he didn't ask any questions he basically mm. just felt like I don't know even what the fuck he said he I wouldn't talking, I wouldn't even be able to tell you what he said he said something about South getting fucked in if the you house. like if you said I'll give you a billion dollars if you could tell me what he said I wouldn't be able to get it I'd go home poor. You yeah. go home the same. Mm. Well, he, that's a good poor. point. You go home the same. He said mm. something about... He's go. He, <laughs> fuck it. He said something Just about... Just a Billy. Yeah, exactly. Bundaberg rum. Oh, no, that was what I wanted to say about that. 
We, um, you're going to say the same thing I'm about to Bundaberg say. won't always be king. Nah, let's Bund- just say let's that. Let's say that. Bundaberg won't always no, be king. No, but I do want to hear from... If the there rum are, of choice. If there yeah. are any dribblers out there... Make it that way, you will. ...who have tried, because I've seen this advertised, I don't know if you guys have, the Bundaberg rum and creaming soda in a can. No. no. I want to hear from a dribbler who's tried that to well, see we how terrible try it. it is. Fuck that. We piss test ourselves. That's but true. also, all we're saying is, if Dave can stop coughing for a second... Is that Bundaberg will not always be the number one rum rum in this? Country. If you know what we're saying. Ah, uh, hey boys, it's the observant dribbler here. Um, oh shout out God. to all the punters and dribblers out there, except sleep dribbler. Go fuck yourself. Um, I wanted to bring up a point about Mitchell Pearce um, being a proud Knight supporter. I always find that Mitchell plays his best footy after a controversy. Um, but this year, you know, when he's um, fall out of his engagement, he actually. Um, he didn't play that well. Um, also, in addition, I just want to get your thoughts on what Chad Townsend offers the club. Has he gone to the Cowboys with the ultimate slideshow, full of star wipes and probably complicated by Avril Levine playing in the background of his slides? Um, Love Avril. That yeah. $700,000 a year contract because, man, no offence to Chad. Well, it's already hard enough as it is having a name like Chad. But, you know, you got to you got to hand it to him. If he's managed to wool pull the Cowboys into thinking he's a marquee half, then that's a that's a bloody good start. That's a bloody good fight show. Um, shout out to all the P's and D's, but yeah, beers soon. Cheers. First and foremost, shout out to Scatterboy by Avril Levine. Yeah. Um, secondly, I think that Chad's got a bit of James Maloney about him in the way that he's sort of positioning himself as like a senior player that you can get into a system to yeah, sort of... Yeah, but with the greatest respect. No, no, that's, no, no, that's how he's positioning himself oh, okay. and that's how people are buying it. Maybe it's with the use of Star Wipes. I'm not really sure. That's how he's positioning, positioning himself. It. And with a good soundtrack, as like I said, to your, your PowerPoint. So like He comes you, in, he goes, do you remember James Maloney? And he goes, oh, of course. And then you click and he, next And then slide, he goes, bang, like, well, next slide. Go and make things yeah. so complicated. Frustrated. And all this time, like, and, and you call, and you call, and you're great, and you great, and you and you turn. And all it's all it is is photos of him and Maloney win the premiership, yeah. and then it's like everyone gets positive affirmations and associations with Chad and with James Maloney, and everyone leaves the meeting thinking that Chad is indeed James Maloney, and that he's got the Midas touch, which yeah. James had and Chad doesn't. No, sorry. So does that sorry. does that explain your question? As to how Chad finds himself, I in North you Queensland. Know, look, you play sport, then this is the this is the world you're in, right? People who don't know what the fuck they're talking about have opinions, and that's Eddie and I. And our opinion is, unfortunately, Chad, that you aren't a very good. You're not player. James Maloney. You're not James Maloney. Are you? If I was North Queensland fan, uh, which I'm not, obviously, manly till I die. Manly till I die. If I was a North Queensland fan and we signed Chad on whatever the fuck he was getting paid, which ain't cheap, wasn't nothing, I wouldn't be happy. If you put it this way, do the Cowboys win a comp with Chad Townsend as their halfback? No, they don't. No. Do Manly win a comp with Tommy T at fullback? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Do you see the difference? (laughs) 
I hope you do. And just wanted to say one more thing on Manly that I didn't say fucking hours ago. That Olakawatu beast, fucking beast, Sibley. Sipley, Kepi, fucking beasts. Mm, Kepi's Kepi. charged out. Dude, Kepi's a fucking animal. We, what what I realised this year when we started was we were like, fuck, we got no depth. And then I realised we did. Des knew, Des saw that these players were all just coming on. They just needed another year of first grade. Kepi's a fucking animal. Olakawatu is a fucking animal. To Sipley, animal. I'm just, I love Manly so much. Let's move on, though. Kurt from Charleville here of... Kin Dribbler fame. Uh, just been watching two bulls go at it. Jared Warrior Hargraves and Regan Campbell Gillard. And it raised a question for me. What happens when two double-barreled names get married? Now, as you two are private school punters, I'm sure you'd know. Say so soon, reach around sometime. Platform to Baradoo. I'm... Sometimes I'm surprised you're you don't have a double barreled last name. Well, just because. Well, because you're snooty. Yeah, but I'm not snooty, mate. My fucking my, you are. my old man. My old man like grew up in a fibro house in fucking Dy. My mum. I'm not was, talking about. I'm talking about you. You're snooty. Me personally. Yes. Well, so what, I'm going to be born and change my last name to double. Barrel. When you came out being like prance and dance and shit, that would have been like you deserve a fucking double barrel. I certainly with you know my mum certainly has. Uh, Annabelle's not not snooty. Well, no, but she's certainly given me like one of the most uh, unnecessarily regal names for someone <laughs> that has no ties to regality at all and certainly doesn't carry themselves in any way, shape or form, sadly. Do you have a middle name? Thomas William George Birmingham. William George. Yes. Yeah. That's two royals in there ready. Yeah, bro. Thomas William, and William George Birmingham. Yep. Yep. Edward oh. Lloyd Simpson. Lloyd, not as regal, unfortunately. No. What are you? I'm David Aaron Bloom. Aaron Bloom. Mm. Aaron, a family name? Any? I actually don't know. And I think my parents wanted it you to don't be know. pronounced Aaron. You don't know what? You don't know why you have the the middle name Aaron? Not really. So it's Aaron. Well, it's A A R O N. Well, that's Aaron. Yeah. That's how you spell Aaron? But I think there was there might have been some South African thing where they call it Aaron. Like, is it Aaron? Tell you what, if we want to have a crack, A A R O N. If we want to have Aaron. a crack at two N Glens, double A Aaron's are fucking <laughs> just as fucking as guilty well. as me. Yeah, they are. They're taking the piss. Would you like if someone said, "Do you spell Aaron?" Would your initial spelling be one A? No, I know how. No, no, no. I know how to spell Aaron, but yeah, yeah. but let's let's call a fucking spade a spade. It's a waste of an A. It's a waste of an A, yeah, much like that. the double N Glen is madness as well. It's complete madness. Yeah. The, the only f- difference is you can see a pure Glen spelt with one N. Yeah, but, you do, no... but obviously you see the double N work and sometimes the triple. Yeah. But you always just see a double, double A Aaron's, mm-hmm. which I've got a fucking bone to pick yeah. with those people. Yeah. Well, not with those people, but with the with original the Aaron. Itself. Yeah. Yeah, the original Aaron has got his patient he, zero. He well, patient zero must have won an A. Who must have won an A? Who, who did he win it off? I don't know. Is there a name missing an A that probably needed one? Very well, there could be. Well, okay, there was. So Aaron, <laughs> Aaron is a biblical name. Who was a prophet, um, elder brother of Moses in the Abrahamic. So religions. did he maybe take an A off Moses? He might have taken it back off Moses. Yeah, is, is Moses supposed to have an A in it? M O A S E S. No one would know that. I mean, if you go back and look for You can't tell me that Aaron, the original, the bloke you're describing, didn't steal a fucking A off someone. He definitely did. And potentially off Moses. 
I'm not ruling Moses out. And I mean, who knows? It's either MOA or it was a Moses. Maybe he had an yeah. A at the start. And considering he was probably the first Moses, no one would have known after that. No one knew that he was actually was called a. a Moses. Yeah. Or Mo, M-O-A. I think that Well, that M-O-A works. potentially, but I'm saying yeah. it's M-O-A works, but maybe it was a Moses. A Moses. Know? Yeah. Look, dude, I mean, fuck. If anyone can tell us... <laughs> Who Aaron stole his A off? I'd love to know. I'd love to know. Anyone I'm not sold that it was Moses. No, well, I mean, I am more sold on it than I thought I should be. Because I'm trying to, I was thinking about like other letters that use O and S without an A, and I found doses, like doses, like a dose of something. I think we should move on. <laughs> <laughs> it's nine o'clock. Hey, Tom, Eddie, Dior. It's the Steed and Dribblet here. Uh, boys, I'm just calling to address a dribble that was left for me a couple of weeks ago. Uh, you may recall the kicking tea dribbler reciting a lovely poem for a dribblet that messaged him on hinge. Oh, shit. Uh, so that was me. I'm very flattered. I'm uh, still waiting on a reply in the app, but, you know, I know talking to girls can be a bit scary, so... In the spirit of things, I've written a poem as well. Oh, my God. KTD, can you hear my heart beating? What's a kicking tea without its steeding? Wow. You can take me to the park. We can dribble till it's dark. Discuss any topic from super teas to the steeding telescopic. You can tell me of the greats and I'll listen with glee. And afterwards, you can show me. What you can do with a tea. <laughs> and when the wedding comes around, we'll make it extravagant. Maybe the boys can DM Daryl Halligan and ask if he'll be our celebrant. But for now, let's see where yeah, everything goes, because maybe it will last. So perhaps you could just message me back rather than calling into the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for your time, boys. And uh, be soon. Oh, love that. Holy shit. I thought she had a great voice, just she personally. Did. Yeah, lovely sounding voice. Really um, liked the cut of her jib. I, I think. Steed and Driblet. I think she sounds like a special woman. She does. I, mean, I tell the, you what, that 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 just is again. Whilst I was in the midst of hearing that, sometimes you have the moments where you just go like, "What the fuck is? What have we created? Who? What? The people that we've brought together. I love you all so goddamn much. And uh, to the Steed and Driblet, <laughs> and to the Kicking Tea Dribbler. <laughs> Is that um, a more perfect match? I know, dude. Really? The Steed dribbler. I want to know dribbler. why the kicking tea dribbler hasn't replied because yeah, she sounds dude. wonderful. She does, and mm. she said she responded, dude, and you haven't. So he also, she also said that she wants to see what you can do with the tea in like a really sexual way. That I thought was look. Great. I think there was some. I think there's certainly. If there wasn't chemistry there, then I'm not here. There's definitely chemistry there. Kicking tea dribbler, the Steed and dribblet. I mean, I love Dara Halligan's involvement in some way. Whether he's the celebrant himself, whether he's you know who knows, but King T Dribbler, the ball's in your court, you little pussy. Yeah, yes, mate. Seriously, fuck, be better. Yep. And if he doesn't come back, Steve and Dribbler. Keep us posted though. I feel like we all as punters and dribblers. Dior Dave. Oh. Shit. Well, I'd obviously give KTD you know first choice. It was it was his hinge match, but you know. If she's in the market for a dribbler, she does know where to find me. Well, if let's let's spread that a little, let net a little wider. If anyone else, if there are any dribblets out there that feel like you know maybe a date with D or Dave is something you'd be interested in, I think that it's obviously with Dave's permission. With actually no, 
we'd more than happily help to facilitate that. I'm sure Dave would as well. We'll Tom say and this. I also have strong sort of connection with Dior and we want yeah. only the best for we him. We want the best for there him. Is a, the, so, you know, with that in mind, there's a chance that we'd come along and just sit a couple of booths back just to you make sure what? it all went you swimmingly. Know you know, think, keep an eye on Dior. Put it this way. And this, I think, goes to the kicking tee dribblet. Uh, sorry, the, the Steeden dribblet and the kicking tee dribblet. If you two, you know, decide you want to get together and you want to go out on a date, Eddie, I think that we would happily... <laughs> Be chaperones. No, I think we'd happily foot the bill. We send them somewhere for dinner. I would for the bill, yeah. We send them somewhere for dinner. They obviously have to film a little bit for us. We have to be able to get some fucking... And then they need to go to the park with a kicking tape. Like, and then they have to go. They yeah. have to finish the date, have slot in a couple of goals. <laughs> Field goals, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We'd pay for it. We'd fucking pay for that. Nothing too ritzy, but nothing too... Pobble. No, no, no. Well, like we'll work out where you are. Halfway where you're based, we'll find a nice, we'll find a nice romantic place. Yeah, like a steakhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, hogs breath. Hogs breath. We'll if there's a hogs breath. There's a that's hogs where you go. In town, then that's where you go. That's. We'll <laughs> if you've you, got a hogs breath, we'll you, you are there. Anywhere, but if there is a hogs breath in your town, then that's where you're going. Um, but also, uh, dribblets reach out for D or Dave Love, and yep. we'll um, we'll make that happen. Hundred percent. We might send you guys to dinner as well. Promise I won't cough when we're on a date. Yeah, get, I'd send you. I'd send you to dinner. Yeah, I would if you get your lungs. 100%. Yeah, if Thanks. you fix your lungs, we'll send you to mm. dinner. Cheers. Has to be kosher though. That's fine. That's we can fine. make that up. We can do that. It doesn't. Just <laughs> yeah, don't don't fucking yeah, don't no, make I'm it difficult, yeah, Dad. Yeah, yeah. uh, right, let's move on. That was fantastic. Save that. Uh, g'day, boys. It's the double cough cramp dribbler here of the lunch break run conglomerate. Firstly, I'd just like to say. Shout out to the Messiah, Mr. Thursday Night. Oh, Captain, my captain, uh, Mr. Tom at Birmingham. Thank you for that. You are welcome, sir. Um, after a famous Reds win, famous Reds win, we're just here thinking about how the Brummies shut the bed. And I just wanted to know if there was a bigger bed shit in history. Um, let me know your response. Cheers, boys. See you soon. Uh, the biggest bed shit in history... Uh, off the top of my head, Atlanta Falcons Super Bowl a few years ago, giving up a 28-3 lead against Huge. the Patriots. Yeah. There's a guy who Dave will Google for me, because that's his fucking job, <laughs> <laughs> who I think had a four-shot lead, maybe, maybe it was three-shot lead, on the 18th hole of the British Open. He was a French man. I think it was 1999, if my memory serves me. He proceeded to have one of the great shockers of all time to the point where he like hit his ball in the water and was down there. The ball was submerged by like a meter and he was down there with his shoes off and his pants rolled out trying to hit the ball. Like he fucking melted down in front of millions around the world with a, with a, with like an unassailable lead and he blew it and he lost. That I couldn't handle it. It's that. the greatest bed shit of all time. Yep. And I mean, Greg Norman's fucked a couple as well. Nah, this was bigger. Mm. So, Jean van der Velde. Yep. Um, 1999, you were right. Leading by three strokes on the 18th Look at me. Tee. I'm a fucking savant. On the 18th. Yes, bro. He, he needed a double bogey to claim the title. Um, he hit the grandstand. <laughs> um, uh, he went into the water. Oh. Um, so, what I what, can't what tournament? The, 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 the British some, Open. These oh. some golf terms. The maybe. original one, bro. Like the tournament to Did win. Did he ever win one afterwards? No, he didn't. Oh, punters and dribblers, go and go and watch. <laughs> what's his name, Dave? 
Jean Vandeveld. Go and watch his meltdown on YouTube. It's fucking brilliant. And the <laughs> and the English commentators are so good. Like one of the guy goes, oh, this is getting ridiculous now. Oh, this is getting ridiculous. Someone go and get him and pour him a big glass of scotch. I mean, he's lost oh, no. his mind. Oh, fucking no. funny. Golf is so cool. And they, he went back. They sent him back. They actually sent him back years later to see if he could fucking get a, like he could have won it with a putter and he did. Like well, he got a he got a double bogey with a putter. Yeah, well, it says here that oh my God, he bro. so he hit a driver off the tee, which he shouldn't have. He should have hit a fucking fire yeah. line. Yeah, they're saying he could have just like played it calmly and yeah. got like par or one over and got it. So he played a driver off the tee, hit it into the grandstands, and then hit a two iron from the grandstand to try get it straight onto the green instead of just getting it back onto the fairway. Mm. And then duffed it into the water. It was a nightmare. Oh my god! That makes anyway, sense. he ended up. I, I there's a. There's a bit missing. He he got a triple bogey and forced a playoff and lost the playoff. Oh, my God. It's like the biggest bet shit of all time. It's okay. fucking great viewing. Oh Nothing God. will beat it. We'll move on. <laughs> yeah, g'day, boys. Calamity Dribble here. G'day to the punters, the dribblers, Tom Eddie and Dior. Um, backtracking a week or two. Um, Boneyard. You can't really go past me, Sharkies. Tolman. Woods, um, Moylan, Dugan, Chambers, and these are guys that run around the park at the moment. Come on. Let's think about the park. We've also got Johns of Matthew fame. Mate, the Baneyard is the Shire. We come here to retire. Very busy. Cronulla certainly does have some Boneyard vibes about it of late. I can get around that. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. They do have some... Bite, I'm know, not going to disagree with you that. You can't. You, you put cold, hard facts on the table, Eddie. When you put hard facts out there, what the fuck do you want us to do? You can't argue with hard facts. Too hard. Too factual. <laughs> <laughs> Is that us? I think that's us for this week, guys. We're done. Thanks for listening. Uh, Eddie, did you have a hat update? Um, if you haven't got your hat, and you should have, reach out. If you haven't got your hat and you should have reached out, there's still a couple out there. Australia Post doing their best to fuck a couple of needy punters and dribblers. Um, I think that's it, though. Thanks to our sponsors. Thanks to everyone for support. Like, subscribe, five stars. Uh, about even on YouTube. And that's it. Bye. Could you two just not talk anymore? <laughs>